The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways. It was the summer of 79. Hang on a minute. What's going on with what my computer? What did you do? My computer just went wrong. Hang on. What the hell? Hang on a minute, guys. Don't panic. What, an, uh, what terrible start to the show, sabotage, you see. It, if I go there, and I go there, and then I go... What? There we go, there we go. I met a boy on the scene in the Lower East Side. He scribbled words on the walls. Spray painted the town. Hip-hop, punk, rock, bottoms up, down. Yeah, the front was burning, and the city was turning in its grave. Through the tunnel to the bright of day. It was the same, 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 Boredom is the birthplace of creativity. He stayed in his bedroom with his MacBook Pro. 9-11's great recession dwarfed the planet Pluto. Stop and risk raise the risk for mainly blacks and Latinos. was a content creator who blew up on IG. Hashtag fame, internet celebrity. Made a million dollars mining cryptocurrency. And the world was trolling for America to become great again. Guns were falling, Kanye West was running for president. Good evening, dear listener, the Late Night Alternative. Oh. One day she's going to let me sing on one of her records. I don't know why. Ian Lee, who are you? Catherine Boyle. Spooky. Ooh. Right, that's Imani Copeland. We've got Imani on the line now. Imani, nice to have you on the show. We can't get through to you. Now, 
in fairness to Catherine, you predicted this would not go as smoothly as we had uh, anticipated it would. Um, we're trying to phone Imani Coppola up. And You've been talking to her tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just bought a painting off her. Ah. Sorry? <laughs> you think she spent the money? Her work here is done. <laughs> she's, she's moved. <laughs> you know Imani, we've had her on the show before. I, I love her. She's my favourite singer-songwriter, one of my favourite top five human beings of all time. And I just think she's delightful and wonderful. And she's got a new album out called The Protagonist, which is a joy. You know there's a song about me on there. Mm. You know there's a song, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an inspiration for a song. What's it called? Um, Ian is cool or something. I can't quite remember the details. Um, uh, give me your... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, right. Hang on a minute. I can't phone from my phone because that'll cost me money. Or give me your number and I can get home in about 20 minutes and Skype you from my computer. Catherine, I'm going to forward this on to you. Can you... Can you help, please? Can you help? I mean, I could. <laughs> Come on. But first of all, you have to say, Catherine is right oh, and I am wrong. Catherine is right and I am wrong. I've got terrible stomachache today. I don't know what's going on. Really bad gut ache. Terrible stomachache. Mm. Why do you say it like that? What? You say it as though you've, you're aware of this. Look, I've just sent you her email. Can you... Um, I bet it's because... Well, we're, I think we're phoning what they call in America her cell. And we definitely got the right... What terrible... Terrible start to the show this evening, and I can only, I, I accept full but I know what I can do to, to, to turn it around. We can go to our good friend Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Good evening, Cass. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I don't think we say that, do we? Is that a thing? By the way, anybody that um, doesn't like Halloween, doesn't like kids knocking at their door, doesn't like giving out sweeties, Yabu sucks. You miserable, miserable people. Halloween is wonderful. It's magical. It's a joy for the kids. If you don't like it, just go. Where's, where's your problem? What on earth is... I haven't finished, Alan. What on earth is your problem? It's a wonderful night for young people to uh, go out, to dress up, to have fun, and for other people to be generous and give out sweeties and do all kinds of wonderful, wonderful things. So I will have no... I'm saying nay to naysayers on this show this evening. 0344-499-1000. By the way, Alan, how does it feel to be out of Europe now? Oh, we're not out of Europe, because you had the no. extension. No. And we got a election. No, we are out of... Uh, we are out of Europe... Because uh, otherwise, Boris Johnson is dead in a ditch and Marc Francois has exploded. We are out of Europe. Well, that's not what I've heard. Anyway, going back to Halloween, yes. I remember dressing up as Frankenstein's monster. Really? Tell me about tell me about that. I had the whole gear on them with nuts and the, with a bolt up my neck and everything. Mm, I don't think I've ever really dressed up for. Uh, Halloween. What, when you were younger? No, we didn't really. Well, what when, boys? when I was younger, Halloween wasn't such a, a big thing. It's only in the last sort of 10, 15 years that Halloween's become a thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm envious of the kids that, that get to go out and have all this fun now. What about the boys? Uh, the boys dress up. I don't know what they were doing today. I've not spoken to um, to them today. I've not seen any pictures, so I don't know. But I do know I've got them at the weekend, and we're going to have some apple bobbing. I've done that. Yeah, have you? Was it with apples? Was, was there a Yeah, with apples. Were you I must have a whole apple in my mouth. You sure it was an apple? 
Yeah. Okay. Did you take a bite? Was it soft or was it hard? It was a, it was a normal apple you get off the apple tree. Ah, the apples from the apple tree. I see. And let's give me an inspiration for next year's Halloween. Oh, yeah, go on. I'm going to dress up as a Ghostbuster. I'm going to slime you. Well, I'm going to I'm going to have the whole kit and everything. I've got the proton pack, the ecto goggles, the ghost trap, the PKE meter. Mm. We got a phone call here, Alan. It says it's from. I, I'm not convinced that this phone call is from this person. Let's just see, Alan. You can you can help be my bullshine detector, okay? Yeah. Um, Alan, say hello to Donald. Good evening, Don- Mr. Trump. Hello there, uh, Mr. Caddick. How are you, sir? No, thank you. Yourself. I'm very well, thank I'm you. A big, uh, I'm a big fan of you. I've loved you on The Apprentice. Oh, that's very kind, Mr. Kedek. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, it is the real but, Donald uh, Trump. I thought it was going to be a prank call. It's the real Donald Trump. Oh, yes, sir. I, I, I called my friend uh, Nigel. I'm there on the uh, London BC, and I thought I'd, I'd uh, yeah, call you. Uh, okay. Sorry, well, Mr. Kedek. Okay. Alan, Alan, shut up, mate, because I'm doing a very serious political interview now. Sorry. So, Donald, um, what can we do for you this evening? Uh, Well, I just wanted to say hello there, Ian, and I I like your show there on what you call the uh, talk talk radio. Uh, The thing that, uh, well, I suppose the UK, but I call it the England sometimes, but uh, how are you, sir? Okay. Okay, well, that, we, we're great. Catherine, we've got Donald Trump, and it really does sound like him, so it must oh, be. It's uncanny. Isn't it? Spooky. It's actually him. Oh, hello. Is that the uh, Katie Boyle uh, from the talk radio? Yeah, I love your work there. Uh, Lo- loves your you work. Keep your hands off my work. Okay. Okay. Well, Donald, thank you so much for your time. Happy Halloween, sir. Well, thank you very much, there, Ian, and a happy, uh, what they call the uh, Halloween to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you go, Alan. That was special, wasn't it? I, I feel honoured. I, f- I feel honoured as well. I'm going to go and chomp down on a, uh, an apple. If we four 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 nine nine one five, if you want to talk Donald. Thank you. Well, okay. It's a lacklustre start to the show, if I'm honest, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> the way it goes sometimes. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Terrible stomachache. Terrible stomachache. Oh, can we compile a list of fighting songs tonight? I don't know why. I just thought it would be nice. Don't tell me we've got her on. Shut the front door. Shut the front door. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Imani Coppola. That was totally my fault. I'm <gasps> so sorry. You're such. So- now listen. Watch your language. But you're such a dick. What were you doing? Wait, it wasn't me. I this phone. The the caller ID was set to like. Go straight to voicemail for like unknown <laughs> IDs or whatever. Ah, uh, it's so nice. So, to... Wait, what? Uh, we're on the air now. To curse? You're oh, <laughs> I said an S word, not an F word. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> this could hey, be. Uh, this could be. This could be the shortest interview. This is so dangerous having Imani on live. We've only. Uh, well, especially after I was just agitated trying to figure out like how to figure this you know whatever um hey happy halloween how are you <laughs> oh i miss you so much imani how are you doing i miss you too i'm actually good i am actually good i know this For is halloween un- this year i am good this is unprecedented because <laughs> normally both of us are bad and imani's a friend and we mess we haven't actually been in touch for a little while but we message each other when we're both feeling miserable or having right, a, a or relapse or whatever it. 
And, um, but it turns out... We're about out, to jump. Yeah, he's about to jump. We quite often <laughs> get in touch like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm definitely going to do it. This. I'll jump. No one jumps. No, no one gets to jump. <laughs> it's like a, me- a suicidal Mexican standoff and everyone survives. <laughs> but, um, at the moment, I think we're both, I'm all right. And you messaged me today saying you're all right. I'm freaking okay, dude. Like, I'm sorry to call you. Oh, Derek, Jesus. Press the red button. Yeah, I pressed it. I've, I've um, only got two presses left. Jeez. Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll keep it together. It's just like when I get passionate, I curse. Yeah. Okay. Well, just just. And I'm be... passionate about my well-being. Have a and, cool uh, shower. Go and have a cold shower. And oh, gosh, let... it's Halloween. Yeah. And like people are dressing up their dogs now. It's just absurd. Well, the now. Whole Terrible neighborhood called like a dirty diaper. Well, in, in money, you don't need to dress up your infant. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're a cat person. I'm a cat person. Catherine has recently become a cat person. Yeah. She dressed up her kitten. Oh, congratulations, cat! Thanks, but I did something that you disapprove of because my cat had bat wings on for like 15 seconds before she ripped them off. <laughs> but did you take her outside? No. It's trick or treating. No, with dog I, bones. I took a quick picture of. I took a quick picture of her. Apologized and removed no, the stupid bat wings. That's fine. It belongs on the internet. Does not belong outside. These dogs <laughs> are pissed off. So what are these? What are these dogs dressed up as then? You know, bumblebees, other animals. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be themselves anymore. <laughs> the best thing, the be- and I, I, I couldn't put clothes on my cats because my cats are nuts. They just keep bringing me dead animals. Last night I got in, Imani. Oh, yeah, what was up with that, man? Um, that freaked me out. So, yeah, you tell me. Last night I came in, there was a dead mouse and a dead rat embracing. There was a, <laughs> embracing. They were embracing. They've been placed in some sort of position. There was a mouse God. that had been skinned. And then this, oh. they, the, the the black and white one does that a lot. And then this what morning, what the hell? Wait, first of all, a lot. Why do you have mice? So many this mice in your Brexit. What's it's Brexit. going on? It's Ian? Brexit. It's because of Brexit, we've got so many mice over here, and that's why we voted to leave Europe so all the mice go back home to their own stinking countries. Okay. Well, you guys are responsible for the mice here. Oh, well, oh, we oh, are, aren't no. we? we? I think we are. Emmer Effers, you Emmer Effers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we went on a tangent. I, I think we were talking about something. We were talking. Oh, about it doesn't matter. We were something. talking about you feeling oh, okay. Pat. Oh yeah, you're happy. Pat. Oh right, yes, antidepressants. Hell yeah, I get to feel good. Yeah. Uh, however, singing is a you know it's a battle now. Like you always got to work harder. Like sleeping is impossible. Having an orgasm is, get it? Thank Don't you. Don't bother. It's now, because listen, um, so, Ima- like, Imani, listen, we, it- we have talked about this, because I, I, I'm on antidepressants, and it's a known thing, and we've talked about it on the show. It's almost impossible. It's not completely impossible. It's almost impossible right. for me to come, right? Yeah, uh, as, yeah. as one of my listeners said, it's like running a really good marathon, and they keep moving the finishing line. But, <laughs> so we know it's, it works for, it, it, that's for men, but you're saying it's the same for women on antidepressants as well. Oh my god, absolutely. I mean, why would it be any different? Um, yeah, it's just like, it's almost incredible how long it takes and like how much concentration and effort you have to put into it. But it makes sense if like, if you're, whatever the hell antidepressants do chemically, yeah. I, I don't know, but it's the same thing that like makes it easy to sing. I mean, sorry, it's the same thing that makes it difficult. Like those, 
feelings, those emotions, those nerves, whatever the hell it is that makes you sing, um, easy to sing, it's it's no longer there. So it's the sacrifice. But is it, it's not that thing, is it? I I kind of buy into it a little bit. The, um, uh, you know, to to do good art, let's call it art, you've got to be a... You got to be in pain a little bit. You could, can you? Right, okay. So yeah. Can you do good art if you're feeling happy? Um, uh, I've never tried. I've never need. I like art is like an antidepressant for me. It's yeah. what I do to like channel all of those emotions. But I, I also feel like unreason, like way too much. I, I feel way too much. The average person does not feel as much as I do. It's it's not healthy. So, like, I was thinking the same thing today. I was just like, okay, well, here we are again. And this is exactly why you stop taking them every time you go on. Is yeah. because uh, you're sacrificing everything, you know. But you don't want to kill yourself. So it's like, <laughs> what the hell? What do I do? So I decided I'm just going to do it for, you know, winter is difficult. The sun going down at 4 p.m. is just, yeah. I'm in bed by 5 and, you know. Um, I'm just going to get through the winter. Spring happens. All of the natural flutterings of life and all of that inspiration happens. And uh, hopefully I won't. But then there's the other part. I have to wean myself off and deal with all of that unpleasantness. Which coming, is off putting them is a nightmare. coming off them is a nightmare. Oh I tried to God. come off before Christmas last year. And I was for months, and it was it was horrible. I was going insane. I was in tears. I was I getting know. terrible headaches, and then oh, God. it was awful. Man. Brain zaps. Yeah, the vertigo, brain zaps. Nausea. Oh God, insomnia. Ugh, yeah, so much to look forward to. Um, but um, that's yeah. Okay, but you so you're feeling. But like, I like I like going outside, and I want to murder people. You know, like we, like all of these dark thoughts that I have no control over, like Tourette's of like evil thoughts in my brain. We, I don't have access to them. When I was in New York, not when I brought the kids to meet you, but when I was there, I can't remember if it was before, I think it was before, and uh, we, we met up and we went on the uh, ferry and we spent the whole yes. ferry journey, I think, <laughs> plotting the perfect murder, didn't we? Oh my God, yes, we were talking about murder, like, like in-depth descriptions of how we would murder people but yeah. not in like an evil way in such a casual way yeah like the, uh, the casual nature of how we were discussing this in like a you know surrounded by children <laughs> <laughs> but so casual that it, any it literally if one of us had said to the other one well should, should we go and do it now let's kill we, this person <laughs> we would have done it it was I that think, relaxed i think that is true you know um, I, I know that's not true. I think one of us eventually would have talked one the other out, yeah. sort of like how we talked no, each other out. Not of at all. Ten, ten years later, <laughs> one of us would have squealed to the feds and would have uh, done a plea bargain, and the other one would have got the chair. That's, oh, how, that's how it works over yeah. there. What a movie, though. What a movie. Um, the protagonist is. Uh, I think it's your best album ever. But I'm wondering no, if I'm, no, I don't. You. I'm wondering if I'm saying that because it's new. I don't think I am because I heard it. I, I heard it. I heard it ages ago before it came out. So I've right. kind of lived with it for a while. I think it's your. I think it's your best album. And and you know that's going up against things like Black and White and and uh, you know stuff like that, which is an amazing album. Uh, you must be really proud of this one. <sighs> or not. I am. No, no, of course I am. But I mean, I would have felt more proud. You know sooner after it was completed oh, yeah. like now it's about, it's about a year old to me and i'm just like god would this thing just be over so i could move on you know 
But how, with that said, I am still very. How come it took a year to get it out? Well, that's what happens. You got you, when you partner with a, lab, a label, you have to set up. You got to do photo shoots. You have to like put a timeline together for publicists. It just slows down the process. Um, so your your record is done. By the way, it's taking great effort to not just curse. You're, so, you're doing <laughs> just so curse, well, like, We are so proud and, of our and I might add, you know, I remember the last time I spoke. I think I promised you I wouldn't talk about my PMS, but somehow we always manage to do an interview when I'm PMSing. So, this, well, this is this is uh, this is your fault because you keep we. I, no, I think I put it off first, then you put it off, and then this is the yeah, way it's meant no, to be. Everything is my fault. Everything in the world. It's not mine. It's my said. fault. I'm a, I'm a useless oh, piece of fault. shit. Dude, I'm, I'm that worthless. is the most narcissistic crap ever. Like we are <laughs> probably two of the biggest narcissists ever. I think so. That guilt. That guilt. Like feeling guilty for everything. Yeah. Like owning all of the suffering in the world. Yeah. That's Narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, Catherine's just nodding very sagely. Oh, my God. Saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah Catherine. Yes, yeah, she is. I mean, this is how I survive. <laughs> just let him crack on. I'll so you're, nod and wave. So are you bored? You, you're bored of it then? Oh, Not to was I deflecting? I absolutely was deflecting. No, it's just like, you have to understand, at this point, I've listened to the album at least 7,000 times. Yeah. Like, not, no exaggeration. Um, so... Uh, and like, even when it's done and you're sick of it, you still have to listen because you gotta like go back and talk to like, you gotta be interviewed and you don't remember like stuff. Yeah. Um, and now I'm putting a band together, so now I'm gonna freaking play it more. Well, hang on a second, hang on Learn a second. Whoa, whoa, everybody cool out. Just cool out. <laughs> so are you gonna do some live shows? You know what? And I think this is really what's making me miserable in life as much as i don't want to admit it i miss playing i miss singing i know i'm old and i'm tired and i'm lazy about it but i'm just doing so much other things but yeah. not enough things so many other things not not enough things to make me feel fulfilled and happy like yeah. sitting in front of a computer promoting crap on social media is not doing anything for oh. my spirit it's like bringing it down yeah yeah so I gotta like get back to the basics and play music with people. Music was intended to be played with other people, not by yourself. Like, um, so I spoke with my label dude the other day, and he was like, "Hey, Monty, you ever think about maybe promoting on a stage wow. with a band?" Like, That's such a controversial um, idea. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously there are the usual things I say. Like, I don't have the money. Um, you know, it would be nice if a label provided some sort of support. Instead, he suggested I get a bunch of credit cards and move balances. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Like, no, 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 um, interest APR thing. That's how it is nowadays. Yeah. That's how bands are surviving on the road. They're putting everything on credit. I'm like, dude, I put five of my past albums on credit cards. I have a lot of money that I owe. <laughs> so now you're like, now, um, so anyway, it doesn't matter. I just have to shut the hell up and do what makes me happy. And who cares how much it costs? You know? Um, oh, yeah. Excuse me. There's an idiot on a freaking motorcycle. Is he I don't dressed, know why is he dressed as illegal. a bumblebee? Or a dog. No. Or a bumble or a dog dressed as a bumblebee. That's the next 
that's the next. Um, <laughs> I would like to say the S word, but I'm not going to. You can say the S um, word once. Say it. So, the next cool, trendy Halloween costume is a human being dressed up as a dog, dressed up as a bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Imani, do it. <laughs> uh. Paint that picture, baby. I'll buy that one. Hello, happy Halloween. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. York, little, I like layers. A little bit of New York life there, you see. I love it, man. So, so it's going, yeah. you, you're going to do it? You're going to go and not yeah, dress I'm up gonna, as a bumblebee? But I'm going to do it, but like, here's the problem. Now that like I'm on this antidepressant and I'm, like I don't have much social anxiety anymore, right? Um, so now that I feel like, oh, I can get on a stage again, I'm not terrified and shitting my... Oh, there it goes that, again. That was it. You're allowed that's the one gone. S. You're allowed one S. Okay. You've used it. Beautiful. All right. Done. So now... But, okay. So... Um, but now I have no voice. So I have to, like, really work hard on singing through this. And I know it's possible. I've done this before. It's just my voice is different. And before... I took these pills. I was like singing my butt off yeah. because I've been through so much, and all of it was just in my throat and in my chest, and like just coming out of me. And now I have to work so hard to get that sensation. So um, I'm just going to work harder. That's it. Period. And obviously, incentive to quit smoking. And another thing is these antidepressants. I have no desire to smoke or drink, and it's just fantastic. Or eat, for that matter. So it's like, oh. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to quit drinking. Quit smoking. It's I would, like, I, I, would, I would suggest eating a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know and drink no. some water. Oh, yeah, You'll be no, a of husk of a woman. I don't, don't want to pass out. I don't want to pass <laughs> uh, out. If you do some shows, it, uh, would that be like weird if I came over and saw you do some shows? Is that like then, have I then crossed no, the line into... would it be weird st- if I came to you? You keep saying you're going to come over and you well, never I'm do. Gonna, you know what? I'm just going to credit card. I'm, the rest of my life, I'm just going to just max out credit cards. Do it. I'm going to do what I want to do in this life and see what happens. I, I'm tired of being afraid of my future. And, like, you know, it's just, it's a terrifying time being 40, essentially unemployed. Like, I'm a freaking artist. Yeah. How the hell is that happening? You know? Uh, how? I, I can't, I can't be terrified anymore. That's, like, it's really just crushing me. How do you, um, how do you, uh, and for those who don't know, you, 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 you know, you, you do the music, you do painting, you do lots of different stuff. I, and I'm, I'm friends with you on Facebook, I, I, but I saw, how do you put up with the crap you get on Facebook? Because I saw someone the what? other day lecturing you, if you want to be, if you want to be an artist, Imani, you have to suffer. <laughs> you know who that is? Who's that? That is, that's my aunt's freaking ex-girlfriend. All right, Mel. <laughs> Mel needs to shut the F up. I hope she's listening. I was, I was, There's a reason why she's an ex. I was watching that conversation thinking, oh, this is going to get very fruity in a second. You need to suffer no. for your art if you want to be an artist. Uh, what, art, what art does this woman pump out then? <laughs> Apart from BS. You know, Mel is an artist, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm, yeah. I, maybe she lives with her mom. Maybe that's the great sacrifice yes. she made for her art. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know. Hey, uh, there we go. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, sorry. How is um? How is your how is your mom? I saw a lovely picture of, of uh, oh, it was the record launch the other week, and your mum was there. Your mum's got MS, like my mum's got um, yeah, uh, MS. And she looks your mum uh, looks so similar to my mum. I, I don't know if it is the MS. I don't know what, but I just you looked said at that. She looks so <laughs> similar to my mum. It was incredible. I'll send oh, you. No, there's something. Isn't there like? Don't you guys share a birthday or something like that? When, when, 9th of June. Doesn't your mom and my mom have, I don't oh, know. Ma, well, when, my, my mom's 2nd of October. 
Okay, no, no, that is There's, incorrect. There is another, they're right, there is no. another coincidence somewhere. I can't there think. is, but I, I don't remember what it is, but, um... How's your mum? She looks good. lovely. I want to meet her. Yeah, she's sweet. Uh, I love her. You know, I love my parents so much. They've been through so much, and, um, they're just hanging in there. And yeah. And still lovely people. Um, what is she doing? She's tutoring, she's writing her books you know she's always brainstorming a new book idea and like she manages to get it done um what, what books and is she, she's what, hanging on with her huh what books is she writing she wrote a book called the meek which is a science fiction hey. like a dystopian science fiction book wow um yeah she and um i guess she's working on the sequel and she's got other stories she's always she's very involved in these writers groups yeah. Um, she stays involved, and that's what keeps her going. You know, her brain is always reading, um, always writing, and like, and she does Reiki. She does mm. a lot of Reiki. That helps. Because my, my mom gave up. My mom gave up. And that's kind of, I think, what set her back so much is that she just kind of went, ah, I got this. Right. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm just going to sp- yeah. let, let this take over. And, you know, it's, um, it's well, interesting to you say your mom just you don't keeps have going. To be sick. To do that, I mean, that happens to people who are healthy. Oh yeah, of Give course. Up. Your body follows. Yeah, mind follows. So, um, yeah, that's how she keeps it. Keep. I mean, she holds the whole family together. Yeah, this woman in her wheeled like scooter situation. She drives still. You know, it's it's automated for uh, disabled people. Yeah, um, it's her. Paying the bills, running the show, you know, it's, wow. it's always been her. So she's my hero. And- uh- you yeah. know, you know, I love you, right? And I think you're brilliant. But the thing, the thing that swung it even more so, is the way you treated my boys when the, when I brought my boys to New York. Was it last year? Maybe it's, I don't remember when it was. And um, the boy, my boys are really shy and quite quiet when it comes to meeting new people, and they don't really say anything. And I said, we're going to meet my friend Imani, and we I showed uh, uh, no, they knew your records because we've been playing it a lot in the car, and I yeah. showed them a couple of your your videos. And so they were really excited to meet a pop star. You know, this is a pop star in their world. And I think the real world. And then we came down the street and they, I said, I think that's her. And there was this crazy woman just flossing <laughs> in the middle of the street. And straight away, man, you won the boys over. And my, my youngest, who is kind of quite flossing. clean. That's right. I used to be obsessed with the you, you were doing it. You're flossing in the street. It's dance. Of course you're going to win over a kid if you do the floss. But you, like, took us to see, you, do, you, t- you took us to see a film that was not really age appropriate. And <laughs> it, it, it had subtitles. <laughs> it's about, wow. it about a cave boy losing his dad. I am clueless yeah but you introduced the boys to um hot butter pump on popcorn which we don't have over mm-hmm. here and my, young, my youngest came and sat next to you at this in the cinema that's never happened before yeah, so in my life sweet. i wanted to cuddle with him i was like so he'd ready to get into cuddling he'd, <laughs> have done, he'd have done it they love you man they're constantly asking oh, when they're going to they, see you again and now you're doing and yeah uh, they, they are love great. you they're wonderful kids i love them i love them and they, you know, they were all wiling out on the streets of New York, and I had my eye on them on traffic. On the yeah, you were wicked. Hit. You were you were great with them. I was. And here's the thing: this is. I think I told you this, Kath. I was yeah. in, in New York. I, I had a, kind of like a sudden panic, not panic attack, but I suddenly right. got got really. God, this is awful. The boys aren't enjoying it. I've got no money. What am I doing here? And it was like very early in the divorce and stuff. 
And Imani right. sent me a message saying, if you want, I'll take the boys off you for a day. You yeah. can have a sleep. You mentioned wow. that. That's, that's incredible. You're a really special yeah, human being, Imani Coppola. I want you to know oh, that. Uh, no, I, I, seriously, uh, I get it. I understand. It's hard. I mean, I don't have children, but I can't even imagine what it would be like to yeah. be going through all of that and, and be responsible for two young boys. Yeah. And have to keep it together and, and be a role model for them and, and set an example while you're divorcing their mother. It's mm. very difficult. I completely understand. But what I'm, what I'm saying in a roundabout way is I think you're special and you, I, 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 you know, we don't speak enough and you're one of my favorite people in the world and I love you. And uh-huh. you're just, you're, uh-huh. you're, you're, you're definitely one of the most talented people I've ever met. And I've worked with Ricky Gervais for God's sakes. The, Whoa. <laughs> oh. He's great. He was funny back then. He's not so funny now. But you're great. Yeah, well. Everyone's great now. Everyone's great, true. man. Everyone's great. This will take. This will take. This <laughs> that is uh, not true. By the name. By, by the way, what's the name of your uh, antidepressant? Ecstasy. What the hell? It's uh, no. It's no. called Efexor. Efexor. Oh. Like. Hey, yeah. baby. We're on the what, same drug. Are we? Are we? We're twin. Uh, we're drug twin buddies. Cases. Hell yeah. We're drug well, buddies. <laughs> That's the one that gives the electric shocks. That's the one. You forget that oh, for a day. So you could tell me more details about it. You forget that for a day. Today, I, I thought I'd taken one, but then by, by about one o'clock this afternoon, when I turned oh. my head, it was like you get traces. Yeah. And so you turn your head oh and my you can God. see lines. And I thought, I'm going to take another one because I'm, I'm not sure if I've had one or not. Oh, wow. The electric shocks. Wow. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Darn. Uh, would you mind if I asked you how many milligrams you're I am on 150. Okay, I'm on. I'm on the low dose. I only started on Monday. I'm on like thirty-seven point five. Okay. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. I really kind of want to keep it low because if I ever want to have an orgasm again, like yeah. you got to like at least try not to up the dose and. Yeah. You just get. You just get. Your arm starts helps. aching. You get bored. You, 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 the number of times of money I've started and like half an hour, an hour later, gone. Ah, I'm just going to go to sleep now. This ain't. <laughs> This ain't happening. <laughs> oh, but don't you feel like, oh, doesn't that make you feel awful? Yeah, of course it know. does. It's terrible. But I don't want to, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking around my, you know, joking, but actually serious. I'm not looking around my house wondering where, what could take the weight of me hanging from a bit of rope, which is where I have been, as you know, as you both know. So I know. I know. I know. I completely get it. I get it. So uh, whatever. Okay. Well, listen. Small sacrifices. We we I don't think we've we've plugged the album at all. Right. So we should do that because your record company. <laughs> no, will... but we plugged Effector. <laughs> we plugged the. Maybe we could get a free prescription. My insurance is about to run out. We've plugged the big pharma. Um. Uh, so yeah. right, the protagonist. It's on. Uh, you, it, it's like digital, but there is there are three hundred CDs. I've just ordered one today, so it's limited edition. Where is the best place? And I'm going to post all the links and stuff on Twitter. Where is the best place to go and get the protagonist for you? Oh, uh, like you you for my benefit? Yeah, where, which, where, which one benefit? puts more more money in your pocket? I'll never, I'll never make a dime off of any album I ever put out. No, really? I don't make anything, man. Like maybe seven years i'll get like a check for fifty dollars but i mean either way it doesn't matter digital or uh compact disc i have a pet peeve about calling it a physical a physical cd freaking cd is already physical you don't need to say cd it's a compact disc you hear me gosh you heard and it's also on. You understand? Is, is, do you call it physical? I call it physical. Yeah, I call it physical. You do not. I, I call it a physical release 
It's, it's tangible. Well, that makes sense. I call that, it that makes sense. Tangible. But a physical CD is redundant. You know? Physical re- release sounds more like the thing you were talking about before we started talking <laughs> about the music again. I thought you couldn't yes. do a physical <laughs> release. A word from Cass. <laughs> All right, so you can get it on iTunes. If you're not worried about the money, you can get it on iTunes, you lazy scumbags. Or you can get it on Bandcamp. I think that's where I got it um, uh, earlier on. And that's where you can also order the CD. Uh, it's a joy. We're going to play another couple of tracks throughout the night to to because um, uh-huh. we love it. Give me. Um, so give- were you live when you were trying to call me earlier? Yeah. yeah. Yes, mate. Oh, that must have been a fumbly moment. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the show, honey. <laughs> that's the act. It doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that. Give me, gi- give me two songs to play throughout the night, and and not the one. Don't don't try and trick me with the one that's got the C bomb in it, please. Oh man, I was going to say that one, but there's a clean version. I need to get you that. Um, yeah. I forget what I replaced the C word with. Uh, runt. Okay. Um, <laughs> songs to play. Um. Probably play the uh, the Sage song, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I like all all, right. I like I like that one. Yes, the others. Oh, I'm not so. <laughs> I like, and go on, give us one more. <laughs> give us one more. Or shall I just choose and, one later? All right. I like personally. I like Lighthouse a lot because I actually wrote that with you in my mind because you were going through such a struggle and um, you felt really isolated and yeah. and you were, you know you were talking a lot about loneliness and I get it. You're like. You, you're on the air. You're t- you're talking to a million people. Yes, you're a bit of a celebrity, but there's such a there's a there's a loneliness involved in that. You know, it's you're, you're I don't know. I just get it, and that's why I wrote that song. And a lot of my friends go through that crap, and I just want them to feel like, hey, you got me, you got me, and I'm going through the same crap. So as long as we could relate, I think we could get through this. I love That's you, Marnie. Pretty, You're the best. Time. You're the Aww. best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll speak soon. I'll, I'll give you a proper call and we'll have yeah, a chat. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. want to talk more about this stuff that okay. we're on. All right. <laughs> These drugs. Take, take care, Marnie. We'll speak soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye Marnie. Marnie Coppola. The album is The Protagonist. Um, it's a joy. We'll play those songs a little bit later on. Yeah, The Lighthouse song. That's the one when I heard it, like, it was more than a year ago because I was living in that flat. And I said to her, this song... It feels, some of the words feel really familiar. She went, yeah, yeah, you said a lot of it on that ferry when we were planning to murder people. I was like, oh, right, that's how it works. Okay, we haven't taken any breaks. We're in a terrible position. The switchboard, give us a call. 0344-499-1000. That was Imani Coppola, C-O-P-P-O-L-A. The album is the protagonist. It's a joy. It's an absolute, absolute joy. It's just wonderful. I'll post links and stuff in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, normal service... Normally, service resumes 0344 499 I'm Ian Lee. My, I was, you know, what do I say? What's the shorthand for me? I was in I'm a Celebrity a couple of years ago. I was a strawberry guy. You might remember that. Um, Catherine Boyle is over there. Yeah, I wasn't in either of those things. No. Um, and it's a phony show unlike any other in that we kind of just sit here and we chew the fat. It was unusual that we kick off the show with a guest. But I just thought, genuinely, I, we only get people on that we like. And someone get in touch the other day, say, I've got a book, can I come on? And went, it's sort of someone I know. I'll tell you the story. Okay. So, do you remember a month ago, yeah. I tweeted that I liked Faye... Aston, Aston, Jay Aston, Jay Aston, from Bucks Fizz. Yeah, she'd just come out 
that we can still talk about this Wednesday. We can't talk about this anymore. The election without doing loads of jump through loads of hoops. I cannot be asked to jump through. So at midnight Tuesday next week, going into Wednesday, we can't talk about the general election. Okay. What general election? Exactly. Well, we can now. But Tuesday at midnight, we can't. I've done my, my research. Um, but she came out that, she came out, she announced that she was gonna stand as an MP, I think, for the Brexit party. And she's getting loads of flack. And I've met Jay, and she's so delightful to me. So, all of Buck's fears were so charming and so delightful and so friendly that, uh, and she was getting all this abuse. And it seemed to be one of those things where I was able, I felt that we should be able to put politics to one side. And as I'd met her, I, I, I kind of tweeted, I've met her, she's delightful and lovely, I don't care what political party she stands for, I think she's a really lovely person. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And a couple of, a few, quite a few people got very angry. How can you? She's a racist. And I don't, don't know. Um, I don't, don't, I don't know. Anyway. And then one website that I'd had dealings with, like a sort of, cult website, as in they deal with kind of cult TV shows and things, was quite rude about me. Not massively, not massively rude, but it was a little bit rude about me. And I was a bit, oh, oh, that was unpleasant. I saw another tweet they'd done that was a dig at my affection for the pop group The Monkees. Right. I thought, oh. And then a podcast that I'd been asked to be on liked... The tweet. Do you remember? I remember. Do you remember? I, of course. And that, I we talked about it on air, and I was very, very confused, as, as we often are in this modern age, as to why a podcast that's run by two guys, one of. It's just ISIS, don't panic, don't panic. Um, why. Um, it's the cleaners push, pushing their. It's big, so loud! Go and tell Rebecca off then. Rebecca! It's not Rebecca. Turn it down! She's got more delicate <laughs> She's got very there. delicate um, steps. Uh. Can you hear that, dear listener? Open the blind. I want to see it. That sounds like some sort of industrial. They're dragging the chairs around. Could, could, could they not? Shh! Rebecca, I told you it's Rebecca. You. You. Naughty, naughty, Rebecca. Told you it was Rebecca. <gasps> I couldn't believe it, but I've seen it with my own eyes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Close the blind. I don't want to see that face anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> She's the loveliest the, the, person. We got, we got the best cleaners here. Uh, we're always going to have a lovely chat with the cleaners afterwards, and they're so nice. Rebecca, uh, we adore her. Anyway, so this, so this, this one website did a snarky tweet about me, and it kind of confused me and upset me a little bit. And then this other podcast one, that's run by two guys, one of whom I know a little bit, yeah. that have asked me to be on there, kind of liked it, and I was like, oh, that's a bit unpleasant. Anyway, so last weekend or the weekend before. One of the guys that runs the podcast, the one that I know, had told me that he'd written a book, um, and could he come on and chat about it? And also, it was the 100th or 150th or, or, or 250th episode of this podcast. And I was thinking, gosh, golly gosh. Oh. Reminds me of that scene in The Godfather. You come to me on the morning of my daughter's <laughs> wedding asking for favours. It was favors. a little bit, oh, so I wrote back. Saying, hey, listen, man, nice to hear from you. We only, we, I'm going to be honest, the book isn't really for us. We only get people on 
that me and Kath really, really love or have had a huge impact on our lives. And that's true. We Very rarely do we get someone who's plugging a book. And if we do, it's because we really, really like them. And it tends to be that we go out to find those people yeah. rather than the way around. Right, Nettie Baker, Ginger Baker's daughter, she was on to plug a book. But we also really, really got on with her, and now she's a friend. Yeah, but we get loads of press releases and people approaching us. Yeah, all, all the time, of course we do. And we don't take yeah. any of those. And Marnie was selling an album there, but she's a good mate. You know, so, so, so we, we get people that we really, that, that mean something to us, or we have, have seen, oh my God, have you seen this book about mm-hmm. this? I think, that, like the nuclear war. Book. Yeah. Because so I said, look, we, it's not really how we do the show, so I'm going to say no. And then I thought, and here's my, here's the thing. I really have to stop sending emails when I wake up. Got to stop sending emails when I wake up and I'm in bed because I always regret them. But I'm not sure I regret this. And I said, also, and this is a little bit difficult to talk about, but I'm going to choose discomfort over resentment. There was a very, there was a tweet about me that was quite rude. And I just happened to notice that your podcast Twitter feed liked it. I don't know who it was who, who, who runs your Twitter. But it upset me. Good luck with the book. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. That's okay, isn't I think it? That's fair enough. That's okay. Because it did upset me. Maybe it's me being oversensitive. I don't know, but the, but that's no I'm not I was being Ian sensitive. That's how sen- that's that's my level mm-hmm. of sensitivity. There's no such thing as being oversensitive. That's my level of sensitivity. Um and uh he didn't write back. And I sort of, I mean, I, I don't know him brilliant. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, which is why, um, that like. Yeah, I suspect it wasn't so him. It may have been. I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and there is, I will probably move in circles that, you know, I, I don't know. But I felt I had to say it because it, it had upset me, um, that thing. So, uh, why were we talking about? Anyway, I do, when I wake up in bed and I look at my phone, and I, I, I will send out snarky tweets, and, and I don't think that's necessarily a snarky email, but I will send out snarky tweets and snarky emails, and then, like, go back to sleep for an hour, then wake up and go, oh my, what, what did I do that for? And I'll delete, delete, delete is, uh, is my philosophy. Didn't you go through a phase of keeping your phone downstairs charging? Um, I think that was when I was looking at too much pornography, wasn't it? Wow. Genuinely, I think that was, was then, did I do that? Well, it was also just, just being too addicted to I your phone, wasn't I it? I can't know. I live, I live in a house on my own. If someone breaks in to murder me, uh-huh. uh, I've got to film it, man. I've got to film <laughs> it. For those Insta likes. You know what I'm talking about, babe? You know what I mean, babe? I watched, for the first time yesterday, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. What an excellent program it is about some very rich, beautiful young women looking at their phones. It's such a good show. Which, by the way, are always blurred, which I think is spoil sporty. They're always very, very blurry. I'd never seen, I thought, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, what marvellous, what marvellous family, what marvellous inspiration role models they are for young women, for young entrepreneurs. For, for humanity, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant show. Is, um, is there a lot, is there a lot of, are there a lot of episodes and a yeah. lot of Kardashians? Yeah, there's enough to keep the mum going to, well into her dotage. The mum is a babe. She is, is she single or married at the moment? She's, um, she's, uh, I think she's got a partner who's, uh... Okay, but these things change so quickly in Hollywood, don't they? Well, they've could been be... together a while. Okay, but it could end, and it means it's ripe. 
I don't think you're her type. To end. Why? He, I think he's like a rapper or something. I rap, as you know. Yo, then baby, find out. playing I'll find with out. my balls. I'll find out and then I'll, what, email her? Yes, please, I if mean, you could. I'm sure her phone is always on. It's always on. It'd be wonderful. Chris Jenner partner. No, 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 no. I, I want to, the, the mum, not the that dad. That is Chris Jenner. Well, Chris is a man's name. No, Chris with a K. Chris. That's no, a gay man's Kristen, name. Kristen, her name is. Kristen is not a name. <laughs> Kristen is not a name. It Kristen. Is. Yeah, it is. Corey Gamble. That's who she's with. Long-time boyfriend. Ah, I see. But they have split several times in their four-year romance. Who is Corey Gamble and what is his net worth? Ah, rumoured fiancé works with Justin Bieber. 25-year age gap. You do know that we're on the radio. What? You I thought you were interested in this stuff now. Well, yeah, but you... Were well, you doing a thing? Do you no, not care about these people at all? I care about the lady. I want to, um, go out with the lady. I'm scoping her out for you, mate. Okay, well, this rap, this rap singer. He's not a rap singer. He works with Bieber. Okay, all right. I don't think he raps with Bieber. Bieber does his own rapping, as far as I okay, know. Okay, well, what's... Tour manager. Okay, here we go. She's off again. 38... He's a fine looking man. Yep, yeah, okay, well I'm, I'm... I'm gonna find out whether he's... I'm close to 38, and she's... How old is she? She is... 52. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Just hold on. Hold on. Not that it matters if it's... You're long. listening to the Google show. She's 63. Can we... This would be a great idea for a radio show. It's nearly her right? birthday. This is a great idea for a radio show, the Google Hour, right? Where people phone up, right? It's like the mystery hour, but you're allowed to Google stuff. Uh -huh. People find themselves. I just wondered. So it's the opposite of the mystery. What's hour? the heaviest whale there's ever been? And I would then go, right, hang on a second. <laughs> What's the heaviest whale <laughs> in the world? Okay, and that is a okay. It's a Balaenoptera musculus, and it's a maximum recorded weight of 173 tons. That is a big Thanks, one. Thanks, Ian. Bye. <laughs> okay, let's go to line two. What's your question? I just wanted to know how many different shades of brown there are. Not a problem. Let's have a <laughs> let's have a look. How many different shades of brown are there? Let's have a look. Um, there are seven, oh no, the X11 colour list of web colours lists 17 different shades of brown, but the complete list of browns is much longer. Uh, and then you, you know, you'd kind of, actually, well, how many different shades of brown are there? I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm know. intrigued. The colour brown, uh, if you go too brown, it goes orange. Um, yeah, do you consider terracotta brown? Additional variations of beaver, of brown, beaver. Beige and buff, burnt umber, chestnut, chocolate, khaki, kombucha, beaver. Beaver brown? Beaver brown. Beaver is a shade of brown representative of the colour of a beaver. See, this is interesting. But beavers, how many different shades of beaver are there? The first I'm going to Google that. First recorded use of a beaver. As My God! <laughs> well, well, well. I think it's a really good idea and you've demeaned it by making it sexual. You always demean it by making it sexual. <laughs> Beaver Brown. <laughs> if that's not the name of a porn star. No, it's a bit too close to Eva Brown. They won't go there. Oh, dear. They well, wouldn't, would they? Let's end the first hour on Nazis. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making I'm you talk. I'm embarrassed by my anger. Ashamed of my misery. I could blame it on the state of the world. But it really all comes down to me I don't know where to put it Need another outlet Why the hell can I 
a thick side stick of sage Trying to put that demon in its place I'm sick of feeling anxious I'm tired of feeling loneliness When I can't see a smile in the world I've given in to hopelessness Am I a part of the solution? Or am I just a problem? Why the hell can't I be free? What the hell is haunting me? I don't wanna be another Lord weather Trying just to show my way to heaven I don't wanna be another human racist But just to justify my hatred So it's a screaming again Hear me in a rage I'm burning through a thick side stick of sage Trying to put that demon in is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, Tom, do as your dad says. Your dad, Rich, is a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Do as he says, man, for crying out loud, boy. Otherwise, we'll send you up a chimney. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Switchboard is empty at the moment, which you know what? I'm kind of cool with that. Oh, so I want to compile a list of fighting songs. Let me get a pen. Let me see what we can do. Fighting songs, right? Ofs. We're gonna take it in turns, Kath, and then when we run out, the listeners can call in. Okay. Right. So I'll go first. Uh, Elton John, Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting, which you made me play on the piano the other day. I, was, well, I didn't Kath, make you. Kath came round to my house, I have a piano. I've not played it for ages. I thought, oh, And I gonna... said, how's the piano going? And I went, I'll show you. I sat down at the piano, I said, name a song, any song. And you went, Saturday Night is Alright for Fighting. And I played it note for note. Well. Perfect. Well. But, no, 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 don't give me... Shut up. You were very impressed. Oh, is that what my face was doing? Tomorrow I'm going to record me playing it. Right? I can't even play the piano. Really? Get me a piano now. Is there a piano anywhere in this building? Is there a piano up in Virgin or down in Virgin? I don't know where Virgin is. I will play it. I will play Saturday Night is Alright for Fighting 
and the listeners will go, fair play, that is, that is actually a lot better than I thought. I could, I could, um, I could fight on a Saturday night to that. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Kung Fu fighting. Okay. Um, you got, who was that by? Um, by Andre the... Walker, wasn't it? Mm. Kung Fu fighting. Andre by... Walker. No, not Andre, not Andre Walker. Craig Charles. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting, especially the, uh, uh, the the poor the poor women who didn't who should have voted for Brexit, but instead they were having abortions. Craig, that's not a bad impression, is it? No, we're both quite good at him. I think. Um, I'm better. Um, well, you've got the uh, added extra. Yes, the uh, the anger, Craig. Brown, Craig David, Craig... Craig David. Craig... Craig. Craig and Kung Fu Fighting. All right. Yeah. My turn. Was it not Carl? Carl Douglas. There we go. There we go. Carl Douglas. Okay. My my song. My fighting song. Um... Oh, I've got a great one. Oh, this is, this is harder than I thought. Let me think. Fighting. Um, oh, this is, this is actually quite tough. I thought this would be easy to rattle a few of these off. Ah, okay, one by The Who. Their cover of Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to think of something original. Yeah. Which is by Cheryl Cole, and it's called Fight for This Love. Oh, well, that's about when she assaulted um, the, no, uh, it's the not. woman in the toilet. No, 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 it's not. It's about um, how she was never going to get divorced from... Um, she did. Cole. Mr. Cole. Right, for this this love. Cheryl Cole. Okay. Uh, you got to fight for the right oh, to, to party. Okay. Beastie Boys. Uh, Do you know where they get the name Beastie Boys from? Their mother was that bestiality. Really? That's what they were into back in the new, in New York in the Stop mid eighties. Stop it. True. Early eighties. Early eighties. There was a, a bestiality scene. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gosh. It's true. it's true. Is that before Rudy Giuliani cleared the Rudy place Giuliani up? Rudy Giuliani came and cl- cleaned up New York New City. New York City. New York City. And then the joke of films where people go to New York City was lost because people were nice in shops and they weren't just told to f off out of here. Go back to where you came from. Although that's starting again there, obviously. What's the... Martin? Martin? Work on the dogs. Live, uh, living on a prayer. Is there any fighting in that? Johnny no. used to work on the dogs. Man all night. And he came and he saw my love. What? Oh. What does it mean, working on the dogs? Was dogs. it like a, in the gambling? Dogs. Docs. The docs. He's a docker. The doctors. No. He's a doctor. He's not a doctor. No. Johnny was Johnny was working at the doctors. I don't think so. Docs. Go by the river. Absolute idiot. Would you help? He used to. Does it mean? Is it greyhound racing? No. Johnny used to work on the dogs. Stay. Docs with a C K. Docs. He's not a doctor. Oh my god. All right. Okay. My turn. Okay. Uh. Tina Turner. I don't really want to fight no more. It's not a song. Yeah, it is. You made it up. Yeah. By the way, Greg. So it's called uh, Time for Letting Go, I think. By the way, very exciting news. We're going to have a Shwaddy Waddy correspondent update any minute now. Greg is oh. champing at the bit. He's champing at the bit. Uh, Which bit? 
exactly the bit between the teeth. And uh, it's a great. We're going to have that very soon. I'm looking forward to that. I watched the video of Shawadi Wadi. Stop the other stalling. Day. Fight. Um, uh, fight. 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 Uh, fight. Um. Oh. I'm a street fighting man. What's that called? Street fighting man. You just made that up. No, it's the Rolling Stones, mate. Is it? Yep. Uh, okay. Life is very short and there's no time. But fussing and fighting, fighting my and friend. Fighting a song. Yeah. It's not a fighting song. It's mentioning fighting. No, it's, it's not songs that mention fighting, it's songs about fighting. We can work it out, because they are fighting. They're arguing. Yeah, fighting. I'm not Americans having... will call it a fight. Alright, we can have, we'll have that. Beatles. Thank you. Beatles. We can work it out. We can whack it out. We can whack it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you want to contribute to that little bit of fun. It was a little bit of fun. It was a little bit of fun there. What what's, we, what's next? What should we do? Let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break. Then we what, come a week back. this time or just a day? Just a quick advert break. Then when okay. we come back, we're going we're gonna to really take this show to the next level. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Just have a little bit of water. That's all right. Do you know what I was thinking? I think we were doing it after midnight. Something you said in the lift. Yeah. can't remember what it was you said, but it was your idea. <laughs> or you, you said something and it prompted the, the... I think you actually said, let's do an hour of nothing on the radio or something. Quiet. Quiet. Bit, bit of peace and quiet. <clears throat> and I was thinking of doing it after midnight. But maybe we do it now. We've got a couple of calls lined up. We've got... Um, uh, I'll tell you what, let's, let's do this because this is actually very, very important. Let's, let's, let's do something very, very important. Um, let's get some business out of the way. Sorry, I've not... Okay, uh, so we've got, we've got Greg coming up, which means we go like this. Now it's time for our Shawaddy Waddy correspondent update with the fantastic... Greg. Our favourite correspondent... Greg. So I just get on with it? Love these. These are the highlights. Do you know what I love? Yeah. The enthusiasm, the vigour and the natural flair because he's talking about something he's absolutely passionate about. I'll tell you what was funny today is on Twitter, uh... He was joking about um, handing in his, um, his correspondent thing, and he wanted to quit. And uh, even though Shawadi Wadi is his life, yeah, yeah, gosh, it's, it's and it's the it's the highlight of the show. Yeah, it's we've sent in an award tape to the Arsias. What are they called Arsias? The Arias. The Arias. And um, our mailbag is bulging with people saying, "What's the latest on Shawadi Wadi? When's that guy coming back on? He's amazing. Yeah, reminds me of Richard Arnold off the telly. Yeah." And, uh, so we've just sent in a compilation yeah. of Greg's best updates, which is all which of is them. Which is all of them, which yeah, all uh, of them. obviously. So Greg, we're looking forward to this, buddy, and do you know what? We've even got a bit of this for you. Angel lies, pretty little angel lies, pretty little angel, pretty little angel, Angel lies, you know I love you so, angel lies, oh, maybe not yet. Angel lies, you know I love you so. Angel lies, I'm never gonna let you go. Because I love you, 
Thy little angel eyes. Angel eyes, I'm never gonna let you go because I love you, my darling angel eyes. I love you, angel, my angel eyes. I love you, angel, pretty angel eyes. I love you, angel, angel eyes. I love you, angel, 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 angel eyes. It doesn't go like that. Oh, angel eyes. Oh, angel eyes. You know I love you so. Angel eyes. I'm never gonna let you go. Because I love you, my darling angel eyes. Instrumental. Now, Greg, over the sax solo. Go on, buddy. Oh, oh you finished. <clears throat> I nearly did a caddick then and fell asleep. Right, are you ready for it? It's a bit of a long-winded one. You just right. made it longer. Crack okay, on, oh, the, no, oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, okay. oh. Angel eyes, you missed the instrumental. Oh, how I love you so. You missed it. Angel eyes, I'm never gonna let you go. Why? Because I love you. My darling angel eyes, oh eyes, you've got eyes, you've got eyes. Angel eyes, you know I love you so. Angel eyes, I'm never gonna let you go because I love you, because you've got eyes. Your eyes are in a box under the floorboards. What's that song called then? Um, that's called You've Got Eyes. Greg, let's get the update, buddy. I'm, I'm... I'll take it that as a Schwaddy Waddy song, because I ain't got a clue. I love his dark, very dark sense of humour. Macabre. I know. Very macabre. Very well go on, Greg, go on, buddy. <laughs> Loving right. it. I was walking to work last week, one morning. Yes, <clears throat> And... Singing, no doubt, whistling, um, uh, angel eyes to yourself. No, no, no. I, I passed the little boy. He's about eight, nine years old. He's off to He's old? He's nine years old? He's about eight or nine years old. <clears throat> and, uh, he stopped me. He said, hang on. <clears throat> Here, mister. Are you at Jesus to the Swaddy Waddy on the radio? Oh, he's famous. <clears throat> I said, yeah. He said, well, I think you're rubbish, but my granddad thinks you're sick. Oh. I don't know what, I've never been called vomit before, so oh. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Craig, I want to tell you that I love you, and I want you to be my girl. Let's walk, let's walk, let's talk under the Greg of love, the Greg of love. Away you go, buddy. Right, so, but he said to me, but, surely, Waddy, what a funny name, what's it all about anyway? You sound like Charlie Drake when you do that he voice. Does yeah, hello, my darling. <laughs> So, so I said, and I want you to be my girl. Let's walk, let's walk, let's talk under the moon of Greg, the moon of Greg. Away oh, go, Greg. So I said, well, I don't really know. So 
later on, yeah. when I got home, I did a bit of research. Yes. I did a lot of research on what the name Shawadi Wadi actually oh, meant. Beautiful, yeah. I spent, must have been four, maybe five or more minutes. Yep, wow. Googling to see where they got their name Shawadi Wadi. Greg, one second. I want to tell you that I love you and I want you to be my girl. Let's walk, let's walk, let's talk. Away you go, buddy. And this is what I found. Okay. <clears throat> well, at first I thought they got their name from the word Waddy, which is an Australian Aboriginal... It means, means jism, doesn't it? Waddy? You <laughs> you catch your waddy. It could well be in your world, but in Australia... Man, I love you, and I want you to be my girl. Let's walk, let's walk, let's talk. Under the moon of break, the moon of break. But in Australia, it's an actually a Aboriginal war club. Okay, yeah. That's uh, the weapon, not a chocolate with a lot of biscuit on it, or a biscuit with a lot of chocolate on it. But... Well, that's a very old-fashioned reference. Did they get it from that? That'd be quite cool. But no, I had to delve even deeper. Greg, Greg, can I just pause you for one second, mate? Is that all right? Yeah. I want to tell you... Oh! <laughs> oh, oh! Okay, no. I want to... <clears throat> Here we go. No, it's fine. Here we go. Now. I, I want to tell, tell you. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Greg, yes, just get on with the bloody update, please, I am pervert. I'm trying to. <clears throat> Otherwise, I'm going to anyway, pervert I... my fist up your butt butthole. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <clears throat> yes. Probably made my day. Anyway, I delved even deeper into it. I went into the dark web. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, why? No, 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 no. Retract. the truth where the Shawadi Wadi name came yes, from. Yes, and? This is what I found. Yes? Well, not a lot, really, but apparently before they were known as Shawadi Wadi, yes. they had a song where the word Shawadi Wadi yes. was part of the backing vocals. Yes? And somebody in the band thought, oh, that sounds good, the word Shawadi Wadi, yes. the name. That's it. That was the Shawaddy Waddy correspondent update with our Shawaddy Waddy correspondent. Great. That's great. Uh, what a man. What a man. That guy knows how to tell a tale. Well, I mean, he can take some quite boring facts and make them mildly interesting. Well, That's the story. I'd like, it, isn't I it? look forward to hearing that when he does. Let's go to Cat. Good evening, Cat. Good evening. Good evening, Cat. You sound tiny. I try. You do. I don't. Oh. I, I'm. I'm 5'4", I'm not that tiny. Oh, you are qu uh, it's quite well, with no, respect. No, that's a decent height. With respect, that is quite wee. Nope. Oh, it depends what you compare it to. That's an excellent um, point you make. Thank you. Kat, what can we do for you this evening? Well, I'm driving, I'm, I'm a DJ, I'm just been, I've just finished. A fun I'm one. driving home and I heard your, you were talking about fight songs. Fight so songs, fight songs, I yes. I have some for you. Go on, go on, go on. So there's, there's one called Fight Song. By Kelly Clark. There is. Fight, so there we go. Beautiful. Look at Catherine is, is um, with her arms behind her head as though she thought of it herself. She's talking my language, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly all, all the popular hits. <laughs> is Kelly Clarkson this the one about, um, if you... Did, ooh, ooh. About my right okay. Side is Kelly song. the Clarkson the song one about bleeding? No. Nope. Who's that? Leo, bleeding, Leona I Lewis. They were both X Factor kind of they winners. Were. American, they were. Idol, American X Factor. Leona was 
American Britain's Got Talent. Do you know, around the time I bought the first Kelly Clarkson album, I bought an album by a young woman called Stacey Orico, who was brilliant, and she's sort of disappeared, hasn't she? They often do in the musical industry. It's a, it's a tough, it's a real tough business. Real tough business. I've got so much respect for anybody, anybody that's able to make a living out of music. What's your next song, Kat? <laughs> Well, I think a yeah. riot classifies as a fight. Yeah, yeah, or definitely. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaiser Chiefs when they were good. Their first album is great. Everything else, a load of old pony. <laughs> I predict a riot. Yes, sir. Maybe, maybe it's because he lost the weight. Uh, you know, with the, the later albums, uh, and maybe that was where. I think, I think it was. He was, he was a normal-sized <laughs> fella at mm. the start, and you thought, yeah. I'll have that. Great music. <laughs> First album was great. Everything else, ay, 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 what are you doing, guys? Well, he's on, he was a voice judge, wasn't he? he yeah. Was, he I, I found him quite charming, and uh, he didn't offend me. The end. No. Of my view on uh, him. Next one I've got, next one I've got, it's not really a fight song, but it's got the word fight in it. Can't fight the moonlight. No, well, Kat, this started off so well. Leanne the Rhymes. The, the decline has been um, yeah. very rapid. Well, I didn't know what, you know, what your boundaries were, so... It's got to be a song about fighting. The thing is... What about, what about... Yes. Top something, I get knocked down, but I get up again. No, You're never going to keep... I love the fact Go on. Hold on, hold on. Let me argue this to you. Okay, okay. Yeah, let, let, let's hear the argument for Cat for top thumping as to why it's a Order! 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 Right, I put it to you, sir. Yes. That this is a double whammy because the group is called Tub Thumping, Thumping Fighting, and no. I get knocked down in a fight, but I'm going to get up again. So you've got a double whammy there. Catherine, do you want to put her right? Because yeah. I, I do it too often and people think I'm the bad guy when really you're the B1TCH. Objection. Okay. Factual uh, inaccuracy. The group is Chumba Wumba. Oh, shit sorry. it is. Shit it is. And it that. is shit. <laughs> sorry. That's one of my least favourite songs ever. Oh, it's a good song. No, rubbish. If that comes on at a party, I'm in a grump. No. Likewise, no. Uh, what, girls just want to have fun. Not this one. Yeah, I don't usually play it, but if it, if you play song. it when there's some sort of football match, it, it goes off. It, it, is, it goes off. It is a yeah. great song. And you know girls just want to have fun. Do you know who wrote it? A girl who was wanting fun? A bloke. Uh, Rip, girls Just Want to Have Fun was written by a bloke. A bloke. How little he understands what of what girls name? actually want. Sorry? What, what was his name? You tell me, Kat. You claim, you claim to be a DJ. <laughs> you claim. I just played the song. I just played the song. I, what do you mean you I just played the song? You mean when you introduce him, you don't give a little bit of top trivia as people are getting their groove on? They don't want to hear my voice. They just want to hear the music. <laughs> oh. They don't care about who. They don't care about me up there. They don't care. But, um, yeah. I'm interested. I, I'm actually going to Google that. I'm going to get home because I want to know who, who wrote I'm gonna, it. I'm going to tell you who wrote it. Hang on a second. Um, oh, thank you. Robert Hazard. As far as I remember, well, Hazard is a man. Uh, sorry, Robert is a man's name. Robert Hazard wrote it. I believe you. Mr. Jean, don't you start as well. You're the worse than Catherine. Yes, she's Googling it. I want to find out more about this guy. What? He was an American musician <laughs> known for composing and recording a demo of the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun, yep. which Cindy Lauper turned into a best-selling hit. Thank you. He also... Did he write any... Yeah, well, 
composed. He wrote, I, I am woman, hear me roar. No, he didn't. <laughs> he wrote <laughs> some new wave and MTV songs, Escalator of Life and Change Reaction. Here we go. Which he performed with his band Robert Hazard and the Heroes. Hang on a second, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Robert Hazard singing his hit, Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. It's all right. There you go, Cat Robert Hazard for you. We've yeah, all, we've all learnt something. I don't think I'm ever ever going to play that. Ever. No, I don't think so, Cat. Listen, it's nice to talk to you. Drive safely home, please. There are idiots out there tonight. I know. I was one of those. This is Talk Radio, <laughs> the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Order, order. I'm going to miss that weird, creepy pervy looking little pocket sized weirdo and his giant wife she's not giant she's, she's just next giant. to him she's taller than me is she she is taller than me she's got hands bigger than my face God. that's true that's a true story um let's talk to nelly and then we're gonna see where we're gonna go with the show all right nels hello ian hello Catherine. you okay yeah good yeah. thanks man what you got for us um well um, I've got some fighting songs, but I'm not sure if you're going to be too happy with them. Uh, well, then you need to consider very, very seriously whether you want to continue with this uh, or you just want to put the phone down and retain your dignity and our respect. It's up to you, mate. Just think. Would you, would you, would you, um, would it help if I could get you some, there's some thinking music. You've got 30 seconds. Have a little think. Is this really, is this really the hill you want to die on? give you that. I'm going to give yeah. you that. Well, um, I'm giving him that. The boxer, he's a boxer. In the corners, he, he has, actually has a fight. They describe a fight in the song. In the corner stands a boxer and a fighter by his trade. Though he needs no one beside him, he knows his fortune's made. He holds the gravel slowly within his piping hand. The dream is his alone to find the promised land. I don't remember that bit. Something like that. It's that kind of vibe, you know, that kind of wordy, slightly pretentious vibe. I mean, mm. Words may be slightly different. Right. Nelly, next one. Uh, there's a Smith song called The Headmaster Rituals. We will not allow anything by that racist on this radio show at all, sir. But, this is a safe place but, for all ethnicities. But, 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 Catherine. But, but, I'm pretty sure they weren't 
all idiots in that We band. don't know that for sure. Ma wrote a boring autobiography. It wasn't boring. The other two, we just don't know what they're up to. They could be tattooing swastikas into their arms as we speak. But they did fall out with Morrissey, so... Exactly. So if a racist falls out with a racist, does anybody hear it? So yeah, the, the line I was going to quote is, um, uh, he grabs and devours, he kicks me in the showers, referring to the teacher and the doctor. Why don't you just quote, um, that's Minecamp to me or something? <laughs> Why don't you quote that to me? Why don't you quote the Tommy Robinson bedtime book of stories <laughs> for yeah. racist babies? <laughs> Why don't you just quote that to me? Fair point. I had a racist baby. Did you? Yeah. I'm not telling you which one. I know which one. Yeah, you do. Um, next. Uh, the last one, um, the I Michael just, Jackson I had a sexist song. baby. Which I had a sexist baby. You know which one. I do, actually, yeah. Terrible. Yes, no, Nelly's still there. Yes, Nelly. Michael Jackson song, Beat It. It's about, you know... It's about beating, fighting, isn't it? Well, it's about fighting. It's about, well, I think the whole fighting point of it is... racist and a nonce. It is kind of a don't get involved song, though, isn't it? Leave it, it's not worth it. That's the whole message of it. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. No one else to beat it, beat it. No one wants to beat it, beat it. You Show. can have us by now, you can go home, you can touch my wheel. Oh. Uh, Nelly, I'm not allowing any of those, and you're banned for calling in for the next five minutes. I hope that, uh, and, uh... Oh, that's a lesson to you. <laughs> okay. What you got for us, Boyle? What's uh, for us, Madam Boyle? Do you remember when your tooth got pulled out and it was massive? What? Yeah, wisdom tooth. Oh, my wisdom tooth. I'm having, having a little bit of trouble with that at the moment. Yeah, they pulled it out. It wasn't just massive, it was. But the root was like, it was hooked. Yeah. It was. It wasn't straight, it was hooked. That's why it took so long. I keep, I keep getting bits of bone coming out still. Is it the banyan tree that's got uh, dangly roots? I don't know what that is. With the banyan tree? Yeah. Isn't that the, 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 the book by Enid Blyton? No, that's a faraway tree. There's, lo there's like a forest where it's all like trees that are... are Kind of Chopped a tree down in my garden the what, other day. You're supposed way? to be planting trees to keep the earth um, propagating itself. And I cut I cut down a tree because it was it was, in, it was ruining my garden. It's too spiky. Cut a tree down, so my carbon footprint is massive. So I need to really um, I really need to work on that. Well, the amount of methane you're pumping out, I think you're fighting a losing battle. Oh, okay, that's a fair. A man has had the world's longest longest human tooth removed, entering the Guinness Book of Records oh. in the process. But he's Indian. No, he's not. Chinese. No, he's not. Okay. Uh, like Indonesian, that, you know what I mean? No. That kind of no. vibe. Eastern European. It's, it's similar. No. It's, it... What, in that they're, what, foreign? But do you know what I mean? It's like a type of foreign. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a man with a really long tooth. Do you know what That's I mean, though? It's like, it's, when it's like a long tooth or fingernails, it's always Indian or Chinese or Eastern European well, usually or the Indian one is like a sort of mystical thing that they're doing, where they get fingernails so long that it starts to look like quavers. Mm. Disgusting, you better stink. Mm. Patient Mijo Vadopia from <laughs> Croatia. Hang on a second. Do that name again? Mijo Vadopia. Vadopia. From Croatia. Had the nearly four centimetre long tooth removed by dentist Dr. Max Lucas at a clinic in the German city of Mainz in September after complaining of severe pain. Dr. Lucas said, The patient presented with swelling in his mouth. 
He added, the tooth looked really long on the x-ray. It was unbelievable. The tooth had to be removed immediately as no other treatment was possible. Infection was found in the tooth as well and would have led to complications if it wasn't Can't removed. Can't you just some, um, how do I do breaking news, like proper breaking news? Oh. Uh, I'm just reading this online, so I don't know how true this is, but people are saying, um, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger is a fighting song. The f- it's definitely used, it's the Eye of the Tiger, it's the thrill, thrill of, of the, the fight. fight. Riding up to the challenge of Thank our you. rivals. Thank you, everybody. I'm so sorry to break in with that serious news flash. Catherine, I think you can pick up where you were. Thank you. So, thank, thank you so you. much, Catherine. More on that. Thank you so- can I, can I just say this, and I hope this isn't patronising. Thank you so much, darling. Hmm? Thank you so much, love. Stop. Thank you, sweetheart. No. Thanks, babes. No. Oh, God. Thank you, baby girl. I'm going to punch you in the face. Thank you, my little fudge muffin. You're what now? Thank you, my pumpkin pie. Oh, my God. No, seriously, thank you, sweetheart. Stop it. Thank you, love. Stop being a dick. There's a good girl. Huh? What? I'm just just complimenting a a female member of the team who just happens to also, as well as being female, is a bird. That's it. Congratulations. Thank you, my darling. Good work. You're looking... Can I just say this as well? Someone, someone will jump on this and say this is sexist. It's not. It you will look, be me. You look flipping hot tonight. Four. Thanks, Bunky Trunks. Now Guinness World Records has confirmed the man holds the record for having the longest human tooth extracted, measuring 3.72 centimetres. That's 1.46 inches if you're old-fashioned. The man was given his certificate this week after certificate. the Certificate? Did he get a sticker? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay, okay, fair play. I would wear, would you? I would. This looks like a tusk. Look at the state of that. Yeah, but I think that picture's enlarged. <laughs> it's not, it's the size of the screen. I think if you <laughs> zoom out a bit, it gets closer to the actual size. Just show me I've a seen stuff like that, unfortunately, chopped off elephants' faces. They used to make, and we know this, we've discussed this, dildos out of mm-hmm. tusks. Yeah, and um, out of whalebone. Mm. I told you about that. St- that good, oh. That's why they call it a boning, because it used to be the full title, I'm going to give you a good whale boning, and that was back in the Victorian era, oh. was, a, was a compliment. It's like, oh, prithee, sir, prithee, uh, doth thou spoilest me, and at Christmas present, I'm going to give you a good whale boning. What? It's all true. It's all, I hear you googling it, it's all, oh, prithee, sir, doth, doth, doth spoileth me. Um, with Taoist uh, whale boning, Victorian times. I read a fascinating book last year called The Heart of the Sea. Okay. Right? Which is about the whaling industry. Yeah. It says, it, it, you say industry, it was a lot, it was, it was crazy behaviour that was going on in, in Nantucket, uh, you know, 200 years ago, 1820. Yeah. This crew set off to catch a whale and um, get its oil and all that stuff. And they were normally gone for months and months and months, but this lot didn't come back for ages and it transpired they'd been completely lost they'd gone off in two little they ended up in two little boats completely drifted apart from each other and when one of the boats was found yeah very very thin men on there mm. the last survivors of the crew mm-hmm. and in their pockets dildos human finger bones that they'd been nibbling on for butt plugs no but well, what did they what has this got to do with anything we're talking because about if you up the chimneys of the wives... Is that a euphemism? Yes. The wives in Nantucket, they would keep marital aids made out of whale bones when their husbands were away. But why Fact. would you not keep... Fact! 
fact, because they didn't have, um, Why would you not put it in your bedside cabinet? I don't think they had them in those days. Why would you not wear it around your neck like I do with mine? Talk to uh, a good friend of the show, Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hi, Ian. Um, I've got one fight on for you, and I'm yep. surprised it hasn't been mentioned. Yep. Uh, Survivor Eye of the Tiger. Li- literally, where have you... What is going... What, what's what's going on with these people? Li- there's a great... We've literally... Just had it about five minutes ago, Tone. No, sorry, mate. I've, I've, been, I've been driving, mate, so I never heard it. Tony, uh, I, did you know, a bit, bit of trivia for you. Yeah, go on. Did you know what song that replaced? Say that again. Do you know what song that replaced? Oh, in the film. Is. Yeah, do you know what? I do. Um, I can't think what it is. Go on. Queen, another one bites the dust. There Sylvester, you. Sylvester Stallone wanted that and Queen said no. So they got uh, Survivor to write that one for them. Queen's history with movies is patchy. Yeah. Flash Gordon, stinker. And also Highlander, Stinker. I like yeah. both those films. But they're, but they're not That's good the films, film. whereas Rocky, is it Rocky 2, Eye of the Tiger, or Rocky 3? Mm-hmm. Rocky 3. With Mr. With, T. Uh, with Mr. T and what That's have you. A, with Mr. T and what have you. Yeah, they put, they put <laughs> the yeah. punching in the fight. That's Paul Corgan, wasn't it? That's a great film, Rocky 3. Uh, but I, I find them all good. They're all brilliant films. I've only seen three. I think I bailed at, uh, no, I must have seen Ivan. I've met Ivan Drago. But. You've met him? Oh, God, yeah. Tony, wow. when I was doing Good Morning Britain once, he was there. What's his name? Dolph Lundgren. He was That's there. Him. And I, I, very rarely do I do this because I'm a professional, but I went up and said, because I saw he was very friendly. I said, Dolph, can I get a picture? Of course you can. Whatever he's, <laughs> I don't know. He speaks about an American accent. Probably, I think. yeah. And I got a picture with him. He's a, I have to see if I can, uh, may not be on that phone. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. He's, he was lovely. Oh, well jealous, mate. He, he, he's very switched on, that fella, you know. He's got all sorts of um, qualifications. I think he's something like uh, a physicist or something daft like that. He's a bright something guy. Daft. He's, he's, he's really, he's beautiful. And also, Tony, because, like I say, rarely do I go up to, when you're working, very rarely will I go up to a celebrity and say, is it right to get a picture? But I could, I saw someone else do it with him, and I saw that he was lovely, right? And for yeah. a Hollywood star... To be okay with people on a TV set coming up and getting pictures. And once I, I, I did it, loads of people did, and he, everyone, he said, yeah, sure, of course, where do you want me? That's so rare. That's that so bril- rare. That is brilliant, isn't it? It's class. Brilliant when like that. Absolute class. I'll see if I can dig out the picture, Tony. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Got a little bit of lippy on your. It's like it look, I thought you had it as blood, blood. Yeah. dripping down, but um, it's not. It's just badly done lippy. No, no, don't look at that. You can't. You won't see it there because that will show you the side of your face. Look, I've got a growing hair there. Neither of us are perfect. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, you look like um, the Joker. I am the Joker. I, I, not, I don't uh, know what that means. Not in this pair, you're not. Um, <laughs> let's go. I don't, I don't feel, apart from the first hour with Imani, I don't feel the show's really taken off yet. We can do better. We can do better. Our friend Simon's going to help us take this to extraordinary levels. Good evening, Simon. That's a big build-up, Ian. I'm it's not sure. Very big build-up. We can do this. What you got for us, buddy? Some fight songs. Here we go. Let's have it. I don't think you've had these. But I might be wrong. Mario Speedwagon. I can't fight this feeling. 
can't fight this feeling. Yeah, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have well, that. Uh, Sorry? Are we fighting feelings? Or I thought it was had to be sustained bruising. No, we had your silly. We had your we can work it out. So, yeah, we're having that. What is it called? Can't fight the, can't fight the feeling. This feeling. Yeah, it's called your things come out. Well, I don't, I don't, why didn't you like Cat have um, Can't Fight the Moonlight then? Because you suggested it. And you can't fight. I never. She did. Who did? Cat. You can't fight Moonlight. What about feelings? You can fight feelings. Can you? Yeah. Oh, um, I hate you, but I must get on with you at work. Mm. See, I, I thought that. Fighting that feeling, Ian. Hang on a minute. Where, should, where are you going? What are you doing? Keep out of this, Simon. What's your beef? I mean, first you're calling me love and darling and all that stuff. Come on, baby. Now that... Mm. Yes, I'm... <laughs> baby. God, um, you realise I realize I crossed the line there. Come on, baby. Um, <laughs> oh, baby. You're baby. Oh, I'm Austin Powers. Groovy, baby. Shagadelic. Oh, it's so shagadelic, baby. You sound like... Oh, um, oh, yeah. Touch me there, baby. Touch me in the morning, baby. Shagadelic. Oh, you sound like George from Rainbow. Oh, Jeffrey. Well, Jeffrey. Shagadelic. I know, it's zippy, innit? Oh, oh, Jeffrey. Touch me there, Jeffrey. Give me a blowy, Jeffrey. Oh, stop it. That was never said. <laughs> yes, Simon. Um, Carl Douglas, Kung Fu Fighter. Mate, we've had that. Oh. That's the second Sorry. song. One more, and you're out. Okay. Spandau Ballet, Fight for Our Souls. Yeah, Fight for Our Souls by Spandau Ballet. <laughs> That's an unusual... But I suppose it was like the gay liberation, wasn't it? So you, you did actually have to fight for our souls back in those yeah. days. Fight. Um, Hang on. Another one, very ob obscure, B-side. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh. Fleetwood Mac supposedly did a song, somebody's going to get their head kicked in tonight. Now, it's a B-side, but what a great title for a song. Did they, did they really? It sounds like yeah. them. Fleet. Like somebody's going to get their head kicked in tonight. Is, is that one of them hinting at the other one, like they did in Rumours? Here we go. I don't know. What era? I bet this would be 60s. 70s, is it 70s? Here we go. It's the B-side of Man of the World. Well, let's just, let's just stay there. Let's have a little listen. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we'll have that. That's right at the top of the list. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, mate. That was great. I've never heard that. B-side of Man of the World. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Well, evening, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, evening, guys, and... Yeah. yeah. We're all feeling a bit all mellow right. tonight, Alice. A little bit mellow. Halloween. I was hoping to, I, it was promised to me, promised to me earlier in the day that David Babcock would phone up and would conduct a live seance on the show tonight. Oh. Sam, has David Babcock phoned up? He's shaking his head. So shame oh, on David Babcock, our very own ex Ghost expert has disappointed us. No seance on Halloween. Maybe he's been entered at home. And it's possible. It's, it's possible. <laughs> available. Maybe he's got some housework to uh, vacuum. To exactly. Alistair, what have you? If anyone can do a seance for us, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Alistair, what have you got for us, please? Um, I had a bit of a setback today. Ian. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. I got a letter. Okay. Okay. Letter from. Uh, yeah. From the solicitor. Yeah. And something that I did in the middle of my madness. Yeah. 
uh, back in January. Yes. I'm being informed that the police are going to issue me with a summons. Okay. All right. So it was like, it just knocked me sideways for yeah, a bit, really. Yeah, of course it did. Of course it I did. thought, uh, took me back to that, and I thought, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. Sorry for swearing. That's all right. That's a big old um, thing. Yeah. So... I've been all right. I mean, I went to a meeting tonight, so that was... That was Did you good. share it in the meeting? Uh, I didn't, actually, because we had a newcomer, and um, a lot of the shares are about welcoming them and yeah, uh, but uh, supporting them. I, I would, hey, listen, I would never tell you what to share, but for but for anyone else, it is, if it is appropriate. The, the part of the message is, that, w that we carry as addicts and alcoholics, part of the message is that um, we have to clean up our mess that we made when we were drunk yeah. and when we were high. And that sounds like what you're going to have to do. Oh, um, yeah. What, you don't have to tell us what it was that you did, but, but so, so a summons, well, that means going to court. Yeah. Right. And what's the worst that could happen, do you reckon? Could you go to prison for it? Um, potentially, although I, I did speak to my sister on the fire and they yeah. thought because... I've got me nearly six months over. Yeah. Um, that would stand me in good stead. It will, it will, definitely will. Um, so, and, and I suppose with the other side of it, from reading of doing, doing and everything, you just really put it in the back of my mind because I've had nothing from the police yet and I can't do anything about it. So just try and, try and deal with it and just, just get on day by day. It's the thing, keep it in the day. Try and hand yeah. it over as much as you can. Serenity prayer is great. Um, and this is going to be an excellent opportunity for you. You, you. I don't know where you are in the steps, but this is going to be an excellent opportunity for an eight and a nine, possibly. Yeah. Making amends, Sorry, man. Sir. Making amends. Facing up. This is what we, this is one of the terrifying, but also one of the great things that we have to do in recovery yeah. is we got, we got to, um, confront the mess that we made when we were, using yes and drinking yeah. you've got to confront that mess and go yep i did that what what what's, what's the punishment what 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 can i do to make amends on this um mm. and the fact that you've got six months sober and you can say you know freely in court if you choose to you don't have to but i'm going to x number of meetings i've got a sponsor i'm working a program the judges and i don't know if it's a judge or a magistrate they look um, th they look at that stuff really seriously and they really take that on board. Well, they do. I mean, if you remember last time, they, the judge was extremely uh, good with me yeah. and, and said that the, the mitigating circumstances which stopped me going to prison was exactly the fact that I'd, I'd got four months of, uh, you know, going to the meetings and, uh, and seeing a counsellor. Can I ask, and I don't, I don't want to know details, I don't want to know details. No, ask ahead. The thing, the thing that you are going to be summoned for now, would you say it's worse or not as bad as the other thing you were in court for? Um, I would probably say not, not as bad, really. Okay. You're going, so. to be, you're going to be all right. Um, but, but... I'm also aware you might have weeks, possibly months, of this kind of hanging over your head, and that in itself is the punishment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know that, and you know what I did. What I try and <coughs> excuse me, what I try and do to to address it is just, you know, like you said, I mean, keep keep it in the day. Um, I read a little bit of the big book um, every day as well, and um, I go to three meetings a week, so. You know, I've got those tools at, my, at hand, 
and uh, I'll continue to use them. And I made some great, great friends, you know, in, in the meetings as well. So I'm very, I, I'm very grateful for all that because that is a wonderful thing in my life. Here's the, th- here's the weird thing for those that know, people that haven't ever been to, and I go to a slightly different fellowship. I, uh, Alistair, when we're saying he goes to AA, I tend to go to NA. I found that much more helpful for me because my problem was primarily drugs. But uh, the number of times I've had a weird kind of a weird problem that has come up as a result well as a result of anything actually but because of my drugs or whatever a legal yeah. thing or or a personal thing or whatever and i've shared it in a meet and i've thought i don't want to share it, i don't want to share it and i've shared it in a meeting the number of times alistair someone has come up to me at the end of the meeting so just that thing you shared that's really brave you said that this happened to me a couple of years ago not exactly the same but it's similar and just to let you know it was all right you'll get through it yeah, that yeah. happens all the time, man. You think yeah. that you're the first person to do something. I think I'm the first person to do something. And in some ways, it's a little bit disappointing to find out that I'm not unique and that I'm, I'm treading the path that loads of my brothers and sisters have trod before me already. I mean, that's it. Share it, man. Share it. Get, get the similarities, isn't it? Yeah, the exactly. Similarities. Listen to the similarities, so, not the differences. Yeah. I've got a very tenuous... Uh, fine, sorry. I think you'll reject this. This is what we like. Um, optimism. This is what we want from our listeners. Optimism. <laughs> go on, you got, you got 30 seconds. Go on. All right, it's, um... Oh, I forgot the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reject it if you don't say it. Definitely. Uh, there's, well, there's, a, there's one I googled. Fight song by Marilyn <sighs> Manson. Oh. We have no. not had that one. We've not had that one. one called Fight Song, but not by Marilyn Manson. Okay. Quite a different artist. It's, it's on there, Alistair. Thank you very much indeed. 0344-499-1000. We enter the last hour of the show. I'm desperate for a wee. And maybe we do that thing of going a bit quiet for the last hour. I think hour. It's it's a lot of noise good. in my head. A lot of noise in the world at the moment. So we'll come back. We'll play a nice song. And um, we'll go quiet for an hour. I think we can get away with that. If you want to give us a call, 0344 499 1000. This Just is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If ever you lose your mind, I will know where to find it. I keep it somewhere close to my heart. So when you're ready to think straight, just come to me. I'll give you a little piece. Some of mine. I got minutes, hours, days, and nights. Take all that you need. 
Using all our heroes to suicide It's a shame cause who really wants to die We just want to experience weightlessness free from gravity We all try to achieve this weightlessness It's ultimately what makes us closer to the ground Puts us in our early Protagonist, iTunes, you get the usual, you know, the usual places you want to get stuff. So, uh, so what were you saying in the lift, Boyley? I can't remember what the conversation... I mean, well, Lee, by the way, it's Catherine Boyle. Yeah. Sam is answering your calls. We're going to change things a little bit for the last hour, but you're still welcome to call in 0344 499 I think we were Sorry. talking about the uh, President of the United States' appearance on LBC and how everything is so shouty these days. It was a real... Um, I tweeted something very specific today. Because I knew people would misunderstand it. So I was very... In fact, let me read it. Because I was very precise with my words. I'm not always that precise with my words on Twitter. I try and be precise with my words on the air. But 50, three hours a night, 15 hours a week, I'm going to make mistakes and say things that aren't quite exactly what I mean. But... So I tweeted. Basically, uh, Nigel Farage on LBC. Never listened before. Can't stand the man. Never listened, but he had Donald Trump on, right? So I listened to a bit, and I tweeted, to be fair, LBC having Farage interview Trump is a massive radio coup. Mm-hmm. So that is a statement of fact. That's not an opinion. That it, I, You could debate it slightly, I suppose, but it is, it's, it's a, pretty much a statement of fact. To be fair, LBC having Farage interview Trump is a massive radio coup and i phrased it like that factual because i knew that people wouldn't get it a lot of people did a lot of you did i'm going to lower my voice a bit because we want this this last hour is about uh a, a lot of you did but a significant number of people didn't uh you can't call it a coup they're friends it was, it's still a radio coup, whether they know each other. Here's the thing. For his bosses, it's like Christmas has come already. Oh, God. Couldn't do it, you couldn't do it next week. Couldn't do it this time next week, because Farage I'm, won't be on air next week because no. of Perda. Um, loads of people saying it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't an interview. It was two blokes licking each other's yeah, bums. exactly. I didn't pass any comment on the content, and I didn't pass any comment on the politics of either man. Very specifically stated, having Farage interview Trump is a massive radio coup. And it is. It's huge. I listened to a show that for the first, I, I think, I guess he's been on there three years, I'm going to guess. And I'd never listened before. I listened, I listened to 15 minutes of it. So it worked. It worked. And it was actually, I found it fascinating. Not because it gave us any great political insight. It didn't, obviously. Not because I felt I, 
I was going to say, not because I felt I better understood the man. Actually, I feel I did better understand the man. I always find people who speak in the third person fascinating. And, um, and I've never heard, I, 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 I actually, I, I found what I heard of it, I found really, really interesting. But by the by, you, you, poor old Eamon Holmes up against that. You could, you could feel people switching over to listen to that. Whatever guest you've got on, whatever great phoning you're doing in this business, you can't go up against that and, and hope to, uh, and hope to win. And on a drive time show, that's massive. Mm-hmm. That's a breakfast kind of get, President of the United States, you ain't gonna get. But if you are, that's a, it's a, it was a big old thing. But, um, it, it kind of made both Catherine and I think that everything is so noisy. Well, because people are so quick to read what they think they're supposed, they think they know what the argument is. They're, everyone's ready to say, this is right, this is wrong, he's yep. good, he's bad, you're, uh, cancelled. Yeah. Rather than actually just taking a little moment to, um, consider that maybe the world isn't quite as cut and dry. So we thought for the last hour of the show, we'd kind of go quiet. Now, not 100% sure what that means. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're not taking calls, does it? Take calls. Um, but I think we, we're going to try and be a little bit softer for the next 50 minutes. It's only 50 minutes now. It's already 10 minutes if it are gone. We might have moments of silence. Use that as you want, whether you want to switch off. You might want to do... But by the way, this ain't going to do our ratings any good whatsoever. But sometimes you uh, you got to do what makes you happy. Also, with a late night alternative, and everyone's yammering on all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so here's how we, we can call it. 03444991000 is the phone number. We might play a little bit of music or something. I don't know. But you mentioned Obama. And here's this thing. I didn't really watch the video. But... Obama did a piece. Why do we still call presidents presidents after they're not presidents they're anymore? always, I think. Isn't it funny, that? Mm-hmm. Unless they get impeached, I'd imagine. Nixon was still President Nixon. Was he? He wasn't impeached, was he? Definitely. He stepped down. Mm. But he was still... What about Clinton? He was impeached, but he wasn't upheld. Was right. Was He's still President Clinton. Okay. Um... Barack Obama yesterday tore into woke culture and notions of purity in an apparent warning to liberal factions amid a tense democratic race to challenge Trump in 2020. Uh, Barack said, the, this idea of, ah, here we go, and this is interesting, I, I retweeted someone. Yeah, I retweeted the clip of him doing No, it. I retweeted another thing. Let me find the little clip I read, the, the, the line I retweeted from. The, 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 Twitter is recommending to me some great American comedians, because I follow, follow Neil Hamburg. I had a chat with Neil Hamburger tonight. Um, really, really lovely. He was asking how the show was going and stuff. Um, so I retweeted. This is, this was great. So I got, a f- just f- bear with me a second, because this kind of ties in. This last hour is going to be a little bit, all over the shop, which some of you are really, really going to dig, and some of you are not going to dig, and that is absolutely 
fine. There we go. I'm coming to it. I'm coming to it. Uh, oh, oh no, I, I think I deleted loads of my tweets. So I, I haven't got it. Anyway, it was someone saying, it was a comedian saying, I can't stand all this woke culture um, and people pretending they've never done anything wrong. We've all done stuff in the past that wrong. What What is important is acknowledging it and becoming better. In 1998, all of you were calling people faggots. That's the thing. And in 1998, I was doing... Mm-hmm. I don't think it was homophobic comedy, but it was very, very close to the line. It was very close to the line. Um, and we kind of... You, you know, we've all got a history, and it's how you respond to that, what you learn from that, do you carry on doing that? Um, it's just all about growing. It's all about growing. And because things are now recorded and captured um, digitally, electronically, you can't, you're not allowed to grow. Anyway, back to this um, Barack Obama thing. Uh, he says, this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, you should get over that quickly. The world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. Um, I wonder if... Um, okay. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or use the wrong verb... Or then I can sit back and feel good about myself. Man, you see how woke I was. I called you out. You know that's not activism. That's not bringing about change. So I guess he's saying um, that telling someone you 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 used the, you you what you said was wrong that doesn't really have an impact. Yeah. It's what you do to change the world around you. I guess. I guess. Well, I think also what he's talking about is the fact that. The emphasis is on condemning people rather than putting light on a subject. Mm. So That's not saying it's okay, I'm going to say what I think and I'm never going to change my mind about stuff because you lot are so woke snowflakes and that's a load of nonsense. So people are expressing some real concerns and there are things that do need to change. We, we need to stop people calling people snowflakes, don't mm-hmm. we? That's the thing. That's such a dangerous... Word. You, you get, you know, like the Pierce Morgans and Alan Sugars kind of banding around. But actually, that's really, uh, I think it's a really dangerous thing to call people. Also, people using the verb triggered when actually what they mean is offended. Yeah, yeah, upset. That fits into it. So anyway, the last 45 minutes of the show, which is going to be a little bit quieter, might be interesting, might be very, very dull. I don't know. If you want to take part in it, you're very welcome. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Just keep it at a tone that won't wake the baby. Keep it down nice and low, if you don't mind. I wonder if I've... Okay, let's have a quick break. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm going to... I'm going to play something. I don't know if it's the Frank film. The Frank Sidebottom, Being Frank, Chris Seavey documentary that came out. Put your headphones on for this because this might be... I don't know if this would be any good or not. I put out the album on my record label, 7A Records, and I don't know if this track made it onto the album. Just found it on my computer. This is called Chris Seavey Humming. 
and self-copyright message. Got no idea what this is. I haven't heard this for ages. So let's have a little listen to this, shall we? Receive Frank Sidebottom just recording some bits and pieces. Bless him. Uh, we're just gonna kind of keep it soft, mellow, mellow because everything's too noisy. And, and the thing is, well, with speech radio, it has to be shouty, it has to be shouty. You have to have an opinion, you have to hate something, you have to hate something, and, and you either have to hate me or what I stand for, or you have to passionately, you have to hate the people I hate. Those are the two options you've got in phone in radio. And that's not how we do it. And um, I've got some nice stuff on my iPod, on my laptop that we might play in a minute. I had to listen to um, a radio station doing a phone-in. And I often listen to this radio station. And the phone-ins are pitched in a very particular way. Right. And today's was um, something like... And I like the person that does this, um, but I've just noticed the formula. Um... Halloween, do you find it glorious or ghastly? Like, there's only two options. And it's always, is it this or this? Which one are you? Everyone's always drawing up sides. Yeah. But this is the thing, you can't be not bothered about anything. I'm really not that bothered about Brexit. I'm not excited. I'm not I'm not bothered by it. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather we stayed. I'm not bothered about it, but but you but but for the last three and a half years we've been told you have to be angry mm-hmm. that you are not getting your way or that you lost. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Tony. Tony's enjoying the show tonight and he's enjoying um, the Imani Coppola music. Tony, I thoroughly recommend you check out her new album, The Protagonist. Also, it's a bit of a plug. I put out a compilation of what could be loosely described as a, a, a best of called Unsung. Uh, by Marnie, and also she does a great album. My other favourite album is Black and White, and that is some, that is some album. Bit sweary, but it's. Uh, but some as you've album. heard, Imani's a bit sweary. I love her so much. Let's go to Alex. Hello, Alex. Hi, Ian. Hey, Alex. What it, you got? What you got for us? It, it's Alex Tiffin, if you remember. Oh, this is Alex Tiffin. Alex Tiffin is um, <laughs> pops up on my Twitch feed from time to time, and is 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 gifted 21 subs to um, yeah. scumbags that can't be bothered to dip into their own pockets. Oh. Alex, it's nice to I'm, it's nice to talk to you at last, mate. How are you doing? You're right. Uh, yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. What you got I for was, us? 
it was about the, the cancel culture that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, go on. Yes. Quite close to me because five years ago, I was a completely different person and I was a, I, I was just a dick, basically. <laughs> and then I was. And then I became disabled because I've got MA. And then I, my mental health suffered and I did something really stupid. And since then I've changed, but every time I try and do something, that will cut, people just throw that back at me like I can't, I can't be better or try and be better. And it's really frustrating. I was going to say, how does, so what, they, they, they go, ah, okay, well you're trying to be nice, but five years ago you did this, so you can't, you can't be nice. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. Um, and the, the papers have done this to me, and they know what they're doing, but obviously it's pale. So how does that, and listen, I don't, don't know and I don't particularly want to know what you did five years ago, because that's it not was actually... To do, I attempted to take my own life, right? but I did it in a way that, because I'm Muslim, I used that sort of in a way, it affected other people as well. Okay, okay, okay. You know, and, you know, it was wrong, I admitted what I did was wrong, and I speak about it quite a lot, about how, because I was undiagnosed with borderline personality disorder at the time. Yeah. But diagnosed now, and since I have been, I've been completely stable, and it answers a lot of questions as well, why I was pretty much a dick as well. But it never, ever leaves me. It's constant. Every time I do something good, try and do something good, it'll just get thrown back at me. And who's doing the throwing? Well, a lot of the time it's online, or I've had, like, the newspapers... Daily, you know your your daily mail, the sun and things like that. Um, so it, it's it, that then that puts me in a bit of a downward spiral as well because um, it how, affects me locally. Yeah. Everyone. How, okay, I was going to say. Well, how does that how does that make you feel then? I, I can understand to an extent, um, in a way, but yeah. at the same time. They won't talk about who I am now or what I'm trying to do. They just say, he cannot, you know, it's like, he tried to do this, but he did this in the past, so, you know, it, white, it whitewashes everything he's trying to do now. And you just feel like you're banging your head against the wall. I'm going to ask a question that you don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did you do? Uh, well, because I'm Muslim, I attempted suicide by cop by trying to say I was going to kill other people. Right. I did it inside my own home, but luckily, who I did it to, I messaged someone at my local mosque, yeah. knowing they would go to the police, which they did, which is good, but the police also treated it like a mental health, which the police were very good about it. Mm. You know, they came and they took me to a place of safety. But then they obviously had to investigate, just in case. They did. They cleared me. The, the suspicion that, being, just just to clarify, for mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. the suspicion being, what, that you were a, a Muslim, a potentially a Muslim extremist terrorist? Yes. Right. And then, it's been reported in the press, quite, you will probably have read it. Um, I don't think I have, actually. I know it's, not, it's not me being cute. I don't, it, it doesn't ring a bell. 
uh, with me. But that's not... That's from, not go on. But, um, Aaron Court, like, uh, the police, the security service, except he was an idiot, not a terrorist. I was admonished, which is a, a discharge in England. So right. I got no sentence, because they recognised it was a mental health issue. But they didn't put any of that in the papers. No, of course not, because that's not put, a sexy story. They just put... Uh, ex Scots, ex soldier, Muslim, then jihadist in quotation marks. And the because thing it's is, inferred. Yeah, so that's fine. And once that's in a paper, then that's on, then online. And unless you're um, really rich and can afford a lawyer that can approach Google to take stuff down, that's up like, there forever. I, I tried getting Google to take it down, and they said not relevant. It's not long, long enough; hasn't passed yet. Okay, so you know that that's probably going to be around your neck forever. Yeah, because, like, it got used against me when I went to the Labour conference. Right. At first, they barred me from entry, even though I'm an accredited journalist, and the Labour Party walked me in. So I had to go to the High Court to get it overturned, because Sussex Police had used that article as justification. Wow. (laughs) Even though they have the records, they didn't bother to phone up. So even though you, you were cleared of everything... Yeah. In a court of law, they mm-hmm. used a newspaper article to kind of prove your guilt. Yeah. Wow. I was never charged or arrested with terrorism. It was a breach of the peace is what it was. And then I was admonished. And all they had to do was call Police Scotland, but they didn't. So I had to go to the High Court, and luckily I have a friend who got a lawyer to do that for me, and they'd overturned it. But still, it shouldn't have had to happen. Okay, so you know that this is probably going to be around your neck forever. I, I, I imagine that the people close to you, friends and family and loved ones... They're fine with it. Of course they are, yeah. To be fair, my online little Twitter community, they're very supportive as well. Wow, Twitter, hang on, hang on. Twitter's being supportive? What, what parallel universe are you living in, Alex? Well, well it's probably because well, I just write about disability and welfare issues. Right. I don't really care about the rest. I just want to help people, so luckily, people have seen me for what I want to do. But it's just, if I ever try and do anything else, or they'll just, get, that just comes back. Get, get back in your control. box, get back in your box, you jihadist is, is... That, that is exactly what it is. You race, you traitor to your country, race oh traitor. Wow. It, it's all there. Okay, so knowing that is probably going to be around you forever, what do you do to not go um, nuts? To, what do you do to, to get out of bed every day and to, to survive? When it first started happening, I, that's what I did. I used to run away to bed and I'd get very upset and then I'd not see my kids. And that's what worries me when I'm older is my kids. Yeah. How are people going to use that against them? So... It's really frustrating, this cancel culture thing. The, the, so, you know, nobody can ever change, apparently. And I get some people can do, might do things that they, they can't. And but yet, people need, we, yeah. are, we are learning with you, mm. with Alistair, who we spoke to earlier, and I thought spoke, mm. um, uh, uh, thought spoke, spoke very bravely about an upcoming yeah. court case, about the behaviour he did when he was, he was ill, when he was drinking. Mm-hmm. Not in any way to, you know, take the responsibility away. If he's done something, you have to face up to that. 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's important. It, 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 you, you and him both prove, and that we we know this as well logically that people can change. People can look on their past. I tell you, a really fascinating man, and I worked with him. And I didn't really get on with him, and that was my fault because I was not in a great place. Comedian Kevin Day. You have Kevin Day, Catherine. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, you'd recognise him if you saw him. Um, he used to, I think I've got this right, I keep, would like to talk to him about it. I think I've got this right. When he was, like, in his teenage years, he joined the National Front and was a racist, was a full-on mm-hmm. racist, and he speaks very openly now. I know he's kind of, I guess you would argue, he's a, he's a kind of left-wing liberal comedian. He mm-hmm. speaks very openly about being a racist, being a member of the NF, and some of the horrible things that he got involved with and he supported and how he was able to realise his mistake and see what he was doing was wrong. Go on, Catherine. Do you know how he, what, what happened? To I can't remember, no. I can't remember. I, it's quite brave with people like that. There's another person, CJ Vellerman. He used to be one of Tommy Robinson's like closest friends. Right. And now he goes around the world to places like Kashmir and Palestine. It's like... The polar opposite. Yeah. Uh, he was... talks about how... Yeah, sorry. Look, I was just say, go on, Catherine. Uh... So Kevin Day, um, in the 1970s, quite a brief period, but he talks about it openly. He was a member of the National Front, right? And he says it took the death of his friend, a black friend, in police custody. Right. To make him realise wow. where he was going wrong. Wow. There you go. It's fascinating. I've, I've heard him be interviewed. Go on, sorry, Alex. This, this is Tommy Robinson, uh, ex. Yeah, so now he goes around the world, and he talks openly about how it's so easy to get sucked into this world of race, racism and it, sometimes it's just to fit in and how other kids can get drawn into it as well but it's for people like that I think it shows people can change and I think people need to be a bit more open minded and like you said the snowflake is just it's not helpful no it's not I think it's very, I think it's very damaging um Alex, it's nice to, to um, put a voice to your name at last. Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? What, just now? Yeah, what's, what's, what's all the, the clipping and the copping? Are you riding a horse? No, dri- uh, driving. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, listen, man, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you so you much for, for answering my questions. Thanks for listening as well. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thanks. Um, you know, it, it, it is that thing of you can't atone for your mistakes. And, and you know, that's quite an extreme mistake that he's made there, but was years ago, was linked to a mental health issue. I love that the, the police realised he was a dick and not a terrorist. Mm. <laughs> There's an argument that, that all terrorists are dicks, you know, but um, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I mean, there is an argument, isn't there? And there, there are exceptions. Yeah. But I know you know that. People listening to this, generally, this show will know what I mean. There is an argument that people who make mistakes know why they don't want to do it anymore. You have the chance to be better people than people who just live a, a blameless life to begin with just because they'd never thought to do anything wrong. Well, let me see if I've got any more of the Frank Sidebottom stuff that didn't go out on the album, the Chris CV stuff. Yeah, I have, actually. Should we... Um... Now, I've not heard a lot of this. Oh... Oh. Oh, okay. I've got some tracks here. I've not heard these for a couple of years. Okay. So these ones didn't make, they were on the long list to be on the soundtrack to the Being Frank 
Um, they didn't make it. I think I can probably get away with playing these ones. I, don't, I think the quality on these is terrible, so you have to listen, right? But I have several tracks labelled 1973, Front Room with Dad. So this is Chris Seavey and his dad. Let's have a little listen to this. It's uh, Sunday morning. It's lovely weather outside. And I've just got up about mm, quarter of an hour ago. And I've not had anything to eat yet, but I don't want anything to eat. Anyway, I'll just play a song. That's it. That's that track. There's another one. It's a 1973 front room with Dad, Reflections and Dad. We'll just listen to a bit, then we'll come to you in a second, Lewis. Proof coming up that I have just got a drink. Ready? Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? It's the year I was born. What year is this? It's uh, a drink of milk in a cup, well, in a mug, which is sort of brownie gold with, uh, well, I don't know if it's black or brown. It's black. No, it's dark. No, yeah, it's black. Well, sort of. Sort of black, dark brown pattern all over. Right, well. I'll try and do that song again without a squeaky voice. Now that my life is over. Hello? I am. What are the notes? Yes. Are you taking on the car cleaning or not? Taking on the car cleaning? Yes. When did you want it done? Oh, it has to be done when I want it done, not when you want it done. Oh. Well, I want to know is, do you want to do it, or if Simon comes and asks me that they've done, says, do you want your car to change? I'll say, yes. Um, Have you got time to do it? I'll do it after tea, is that all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you see, the thing that happens with you is that they tell me something you probably get somebody called and somebody else will call Well, I do it after tea, definitely. All right. Okay. Okay. There we go. Well, that was my dad just coming in asking me if I want to clean the car. He wasn't asking you. Now that my life is over. Oh, Chris. But if I 
For tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. for silence there isn't any room for silence is there there's never i'm i always have to have noise around i always have to have when i get home i'll have the radio on in the car or i'll call you uh-huh. then when i get home i'll put on the radio on my phone and i will set my timer on my phone so that it turns off after an hour so i fall asleep to the radio do you know what i've started doing as well when i leave the cat in the house what? turning the radio on for her <coughs> like she gives don't a toss we silly well, I just feel like she, I feel bad that she's going to be lonely. But that's me. That was that's because that's how I would feel if I was left alone all no. day with no noise. And people and on the radio, people get very uncomfortable about silence. If you're doing an interview with someone who's tricksy, silence is the best, best, the best thing uh, because they they feel it's really hard to to be looking at someone eye eye contact and not say anything and someone will have to fill that gap and if if you can hold your nerve the person you are interviewing will feel they have to fill that gap and you can get some wonderful stuff out it's there. a great management technique I, I had it used on me very effectively when i used to work at top shop mm. and my boss juja was brilliant but that woman could use a silence right sorry juja i can't work that day I mean, I would love to be able to do it, but I'm going to be, I've got some like, like college work to do and I'm not going to, I could probably do a couple of hours. Would a couple of, mm. yeah, that would be very helpful. Thank you. We had a, 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 like a change in sort of middle management here a while ago and they wanted 
us, Catherine and I, to give them or sell them, and I think give them as money wasn't mentioned, the rabbit hole podcast that mm-hmm. we do. Um, we were adamant that we weren't going to give it away um, to the point where we were going to stop doing it if they just took it. And they were welcome to pay us for it, but they, it was never kind of mentioned. And there was a guy, and we, it was a meeting, it was me, Catherine, and this guy. And I don't remember what the, 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 this final sentence was, but then there was a huge, long period. It felt like minutes. I suspect it was no more than a minute, but a minute is long, where me and him were just sat staring at each other in silence. Catherine was to the kind of left of me, and I was just staring at him. I, I think I'd said something like, if you take it, we'll stop doing it. And a minute of that after making a bold statement. And I just thought, I have nothing to lose here. I'm not going to be the one. I, I can sit here all night. And it was, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, oh my it, God, it was, it was awful for me. Was it, what was it like for you being sort of on the periphery of it? Cause you weren't the one being stared at. No, I wasn't. But I was also a little bit narked because I think he had, brought me in thinking that I was I think first of all thinking I was a lot younger like I was one of the kids I'd been doing it for very long and that I was going to be easily manipulated not realizing quite the um partnership we have and that the rabbit hole is kind of our insurance policy that's our baby that's what we want to keep separate because if this all goes tits up we need to have something left yeah that's a movable feast you know that's something we can we can carry on doing yeah if we are let's say out of work for a bit right so I didn't want to give it to anybody else. And I remember, all, and also he was talking to me, he tried to use the thing on me of, we're going to get rid of this because actually it's a lot of work for you. And I went, nah, I've been doing this for quite a long time. I can do it in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And there were some silences there as well. So I think then he moved on to you because he realised that I was not It was going to be moved. But I, I remember what that silence was about. He wanted to know the figures for the rabbit hole. Was that what... I don't want to share that with you. Well, I don't know what your intentions are. Something. To okay, say. right. That may have been. And there was talk of us not of us losing this the podcast of this show or it becoming once a week. It was a very tense meeting. So to sit there in silence, um, it was uh, God. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I hated it, but uh, but I'm glad I did it. What an experience. Here's the thing: you don't have to feel the silences. <laughs> no. Although. Having grown up in a very noisy household, I'm used to jumping in and getting my moment when I can. Don't we all want that one person we can sit in silence with in the same room? Yeah. Isn't that what it's, isn't that what life is about? Finding that other person you can sit in the living room, in bed, in a restaurant, you can just sit with them in silence and it's wicked. I had a really great friend. Let me just say, it wasn't that guy for me. (laughs) (laughs) I had a really great friend years ago when all my friends were getting married. And I think she had got married already. But we're talking about, you know, what what marriage is about. And there was a lot of emphasis on the wedding, right? A lot of people going, oh, you've got to have this, you've got to have that. And I was saying, and I I was having to sort of explain to my mum that for me, this wasn't about a big party to show off. It was about the start of a different kind of life and all this sort of stuff and then how it was about the marriage rather than the wedding, right? And I was talking to this friend of mine and she said, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. She said, it's not about 
high days and holidays and those moments where everyone's got a camera out. It's about Tuesday night when you're both knackered mm. and you're sitting in front of the telly. Is that the person you can do that with? And look, we, we, we're going to speak to Lewis in a second. We've been saying we're going to do be silent for bits, and we haven't. We've actually talked for the whole time, which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, let's Amy, yeah, uh, do you hear who it is? Do you hear who it is? Okay, this is going to be interesting. Uh, hold on to your hats, guys. This is going to be an interesting one. Good evening. Lovely. Good evening, Lewis. Hi, how's it going? Very well, Lewis. Could you come off speakerphone, please? How's it going? Sorry. Going very well, Lewis. What have you got for us? I've totally forgotten my original point, man. Right. But, um, I just wanted to say hello to you and Catherine, especially, because the last time I called in, Rufus Hound was hosting. Gosh, I that, think. Was, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, um, but I recommended a book. But listen, what I wanted to say was, is tonight's, um, calls and everything, it's been a bit weird. This is very mental health orientated, right? Not just tonight, but over the last few months, kind of thing. And I'm just wondering why that is. Why do you think it is? I, why do I think it is? Uh, no, more importantly, why why do you think you've picked up on that? Well, I I suffer from it, too, but like. I don't know, man. I feel like this show's become, like, a forum for people that have... It's like a sanctuary for mental health patients. Not patients, but, like, a safe place kind of thing, you know? Um, and is that a bad thing? No, but of course it's not. Well, then embrace then Don't question it. Embrace it. Well, I have to question it. Even just you don't have you don't have to question it. Not have to, but you know, just saying. Even if something could be perfectly, fantastically great, you know, but you still question it, right? Um, I'm learning not to. What? Are you, what? If you don't mind me asking, and of course you don't have to answer, what would you say are perhaps your biggest issues? Well, I got diagnosed with BPD. Two years ago. That's bipolar disorder. No, no, it's not. What is that? Go on. Borderline personality. Well done. Bingo. (laughs) Second go. Second go. Thank you. Go on. What? So what? What does that mean? I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still, I'm still trudging through it all. You know. Um. Even now, as I'm saying this, it's like I'm saying there's a sanctuary for people mental health, whatever. and I'm calling in and still with that, so I don't know. And you're very welcome to call in. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad you've called in. It's nice to talk to you. What was the but, book? What was the book that Rufus recommended to you? Do you remember? No, I recommended it to him. Oh, what book did you recommend? It was Two Life of Woodpecker by Tom Robbins. Oh, I don't know that. What's that what's that about? Uh, oh God. Um Or is, is it do you not remember? I do remember. Uh-huh. I struggle. I, once I've read it, here's the thing, right? This is my <laughs> thing, Lewis. The moment I can be so engrossed in a book, and the moment I've read the last page and closed the book, I can totally forget what it what it was I've just read. I can totally mm-hmm. forget it. That's why I keep books because I can reread them like every couple of years, and it's like I'm reading them for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
I did that, but for my friend, she gave it to her mum. She didn't give, give me the book, anyway. But, um, oh, man, I'm, do you know what? I had so many questions and things to say to you, like, and it's, it's all just played out of my head. Do you want to call back another night, or do you want to sit and have a little think for a minute? We can sit in silence for a minute if you want, or would that make you uncomfortable? We can sit for a bit. It doesn't have to be in silence. Right? Well, just um, if you want to gather your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool, okay. Uh, I called in, the first time I called into your show was a couple of years ago, I think. Okay. Um, and I told you I collected, like, action figures or whatever. Right. And you said it was silly. I apologize. If I did say that, I don't remember the call. If I did say that, I apologize. Because there are a lot of people that listen to your show, like, a lot, like I know loads of people that actually tune in, and like, not a lot of us do actually call in, but we do tune in. But um, when you said that, everybody heard it, and Uh-oh. I got kind of sort of like, ah, oh, you know, on the radio. And all well, that I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, sorry I, saying that, but and then I, yeah, that, that was like, I was like, oh. Well, I apologise for that. If I did say that, I'm really sorry, and I'm sorry if it caused you any problems. That was rude of me. That's cool, man. Like, but, um, I understand it, because it was pretty off the cuff, and he was, like, you know, doing your, putting on your E&D show, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I get yeah. it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on. I was just trying, I was, I was just genuinely asking, but you don't have to tell me. Yeah, no, I, I don't have any anymore. Oh. Um, not because of me, I hope. Uh, uh, kind of. Oh no, really? You got rid of the. <laughs> um. Oh, Lewis, I'm sorry, man. I'm really sorry. And that was on national radio, man. It was really sort of. I'm sorry, I keep. I'm not, that was hard. Um, I'm really sorry, man. And I recommended a film to you as well. What film did you recommend? It was a Will Ferrell film. Yeah. Called, I can't remember the name of it now. What happened? uh, He he was an alcoholic and... Oh, yeah. It it wasn't a comedy. I've seen it, I've seen it. Everything Must Go, it was called. Yeah, I thought that film was all right. Did you? I didn't think it was great. I thought it was all right. Nah, it wasn't great. It. it was a bit. It was a bit like. Well. I watched it though. Yeah. 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 I watched it. So thank you for that, right, ma'am. Wicked. Lewis, I have to go because um, Darren Morris. Yeah, is wicked. Coming, yeah, man. And I, I didn't give him any time to talk yesterday, and he's he's he got his brother to phone me up and threatened <laughs> to beat me up <laughs> earlier, you know, and man. I don't want to get a kick in off Daryl's brother. Uh, so thanks for your call, right. Lewis. And I again, yeah, I apologise if anything I said in the past upset you. That was rude of me, and I'm very sorry. Yeah, and I'm, um, I'm sorry if I if, if I've upset you or anything. You don't upset me at <laughs> all, mate. You got nothing to apologise for. We'll speak again, Lewis. Good night. Sweet nice man, mind. cool. Take care. Bye bye. Nice, 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 nice. Got rid of his action figures because of me. That's terrible. I uh, enjoyed the mellow nature of the recent radio you've been making. It's very good. I, um, it, it's nice sometimes, right? Because I like, uh, I wasn't feeling that great today. To be honest, like, you know, just one of those days where you feel a bit like there. Yeah, you're bit wearing of, like a cosy jumper, it looks like. Yeah, it's a cosy jumper kind of day. Yeah. You know one of those days yeah. where you just need to be wrapped in a cosy totally, jumper. Totally, man. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it, so thank you for that. Thank, thank you. Thank you for bringing me them there. Also, mm. 
it's getting proper cold now. Isn't oh, it, it is. When you you leave, what you leave for about quarter past five? Yeah. Is it? It must be. When oh. we go now in twenty minutes, it is freezing Big out time. there. Big must, time. It's worse for you. Big time. But it's very. It's it's not. You know, there's pleasant cold. There's cold where it's like, oh, it's nice. It's cold. Mm. And then there's unpleasant cold. Was oh, it's too cold. It's a wind biting. trap. Out yeah. there. It's biting. That's exactly what it is. It's unpleasant you, cold. We didn't give you any time yesterday. You got until fifty-eight twenty. You have a minute. Very little happening. To s- oh, <laughs> very very little happening. To be honest. So oh, we can have a minute's thinking time if, if you want. want to. Yeah. Just a meditative. We can end in, we can end in silence for the rest. Actually, of the can show. I, well, there is something interesting. What's something there interesting? Something interesting. One, one interesting, hours, one interesting guest in the course of four hours. Yes, uh, a guy who is a massive Doris Day fan. Um, when he was about seventeen, set up a Doris Day fan group, fan club, and Doris Day called him one, wow. when he was a kid. Yeah, no. called, called him up, and he didn't believe it. And then she did something. The, the phone call, actually, the content of the phone call is really interesting. So we'll let him tell that story um, a little bit later on. What, do, oh, what time's he on? He is going to be on at about half past four in oh the morning. Come so on, that's great. Get yourself awake. For um, that. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, that sounds brilliant. We will be back tonight at ten. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Let's end the show. Turn the mics down. Let's end in silence, Sam. Thank you. <laughs>